We are hot, all cylinders are on. Rockets engaged. Music in three, two, one. So the video's already started, but now we're started. Okay. Sounds good. You don't have to edit them. Like no. they're they're all made into one, so you'll be able to. We can. So that's what's cool about that. That one or Because you don't have your headphones on. How about now? Yeah, now I can. Now I can. Welcome to the Capo Podcast. This is a clumsily thrown together episode, which is also going to be apparently the first one we do video. And uh, I already hate it. Look like I need to. I need to start Quit running. Again. Looking at it. Enjoy this. So Light your cigar. Take a sip of whiskey. Get it going. All right. Uh, I told you you were leading this one. I think I even called you, oh, captain, my captain, because you said you wanted to lead. Well, the thing is, we don't really have to lead. Let's just feed off of each other. Let's talk. What did you guys do this week? How many? Did we punch any cows? Did we break any horses? Mm, no. Not Nothing long. the bit most little punchy this week? I punched a bottle calf. Mm. <laughs> Why? Right in his stupid face. Why? Oh, I don't know. He's in the way. Kept bumping the bottle or what? No, he's not a bottle calf anymore. I'm just feeding him grain and stuff now, but... I didn't really punch him. He just I just moved him. What all animals do you guys feed on a daily basis? Like what's a what you have on your plate every day for chores or whatever? I feed the buck calf and some cats. I just got some new cats. I've been out of cats, so I've got cats now. Yeah. Two dogs. And uh depending on whether a cat not the Cats are still there. I may have fed the bobcat that lives down below my house. Are you having bobcat issues? Well, I mean, he just lives there, and he eats cats. So I don't know whether or not he's eating the cats yet. Well, are you going to do anything about it? Or are you going to hunt this thing down? Or I have a thing about bobcats. I think they're really neat and really pretty. And oh, really? I, 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 if I shot a bobcat, I would he have to get it stuffed. for bobcats. I'd have to get it stuffed. I'd have, to get, I'd have to get it skinned. Like I'd have to do something. With it. I can shoot coyotes all day and like throw them in a it. ditch. Uh-huh. But bobcats are too pretty. Really? I think so. But are they like yeah. an issue? Like coyotes? Are they no, just bad of an not, issue as not, what? Not as bad. to have around. They're livestock, less, I guess? less like they'll, lot, eat, less. they'll eat your house cats. <laughs> <laughs> right? They're they're gonna they're gonna take Skippy that's, the that's pest control yipping yeah. dog, and they're gonna take the cats. But they're you don't typically have an issue with them eating calves or anything like that, like a coyote does. I hmm. watched one though one time track a doe down the creek, and I was thinking like, what's this doe running from? Uh huh. And then about thirty seconds later, this bobcat came trailing behind her. And I was like, no way. Bobcats don't eat deer. But I looked it up, and I guess, yeah, they'll, they'll go after a, a full-blown uh, doe, according to the internet. I don't like cats. Anything. They're just no... I've never... I can't... Not they're, a they're, feline person. They're the, they're the most conniving, yes. trayful they do have, animal on the planet, I think. You need them, though. They, I, in the country, you have to have they them. They do have their Just purpose. Just for like mice and rats yeah. and shit? Yeah, if you don't have cats, you're going to have mice. And if you oh, have yeah. mice and you don't have cats, you're going to have snakes. We've really? got we've got a lot of mice 
uh, rats in our barn, but down at the house, we're we're pretty free and clear. My cat was eating one the other day. I think mm. I sent you that Snapchat. Maybe not. No, I don't think I got that one. My old but, cat yeah, didn't eat him. He just killed him. Full blown. Really? Like six, eight inch long rat. That cat had him out in the yard, ate the front half of him, and then just left the rest of it. Wow. Hmm. And you? That's it also? Just cows, uh, no, dogs, I, cats? I, not really daily. I feed cows. Like starting to slow down a little bit on that too because we got a little bit of rain. But uh, hey, yeah, I've got 15 head of cows out there that I feed, you know, every two, three, four days. Yeah. Um, horses kind of just keep a bale in front of them, like the dog and the cat. You got to feed them every day. We're, I'm building a chicken coop for Emily, uh-huh. um, trying to get that finished before her. they're hatching out chickens in kindergarten. So got to get that done before it's time to bring those chicks home. About how many, uh, for how many chickens is the coop? Uh, Emily thinks it'll only hold eight. I think that's crap. I think that you could, oh, put, you could put, I think you could pack some in 15, there and not have to worry about thing. it. Really? It, it's, so I took two pallets. So it's four foot wide by eight foot long by four and a half feet tall. Hmm. And then I'm going to set it up off the ground. I'm going to make it stand up and build kind of a little enclosed pen around it and under it so that they can kind of have a place to run around if we're not around to let them run completely loose. My dog will eat a chicken. Are you going to advertise these eggs as free range? They are free ranging. Cage free? Cage free. I'm not going to sell them, though. I'll probably just give them to friends. Okay. Well, we'll, t- eat them. we'll take some. Yeah, I, I, I do like eating eggs. I don't know who my wife's getting them from, but we got like six dozen the other day. Dylan usually has a metric shit ton of them. Yeah, really? he's got a bunch. And then we get ours from a neighbor, too. Like, Dad'll get like five dozen a week. Yeah, I don't know who she's getting them. It's somebody, some lady that comes by the store. That How many eggs do you eat a week in your household? This is the content people tune in. I don't know. You're talking to a trucker. Eggs. I'm not there Monday through Friday, so. That's true. Uh, so no, I'd eggs. say my wife probably cracks about mm. four to five every morning. A couple for her. Tries to, another three that wind up in the trash that Bella doesn't eat. <laughs> you know? Uh, but no, I th- I'd say we probably crack about four or five a day at the house. I think we go through about three dozen a week. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. We eat a lot of eggs, man. I think they are like a super. You guys food. are big breakfast people. See, I'm not a big. Even if I was at the house, well, I, I don't eat breakfast. So, I'm a lot bigger breakfast person when the breakfast is pre-made and I can throw a breakfast sandwich in the microwave. I have a hard time waking up early enough, and I hate myself for it. But yeah, I would like to wake up every morning at like four o'clock and make breakfast. But my issue is, you wake up early, you can't eat breakfast right when you wake up. Because you don't really feel like it. And then by the time, you know, you're ready to eat breakfast, it's already time to go to work. Yeah. Hey, and I like that we're on this topic because it kind of leads back into uh, what Dylan was saying when we were talking about last podcast about uh, sustainability, if uh, shit hit the fan, right? Uh, and one of the comments he made that on that we actually, you know, we can have all the cows that we want to have, all the pigs and everything, but if we don't know how to butcher the damn thing and how to preserve any of the meat, right. uh, what's 
what's the good? I mean, I of course, the, you have to start figuring it out. But I think that, the that's butchering a very... aspect of it isn't near as complex as you would think. Um, I mean, but there's, you, I think the preservation part is way the, more. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know how a cow is, but like whenever we've done plenty of pigs, and I still, I can't do one from start to finish. I, I can kind of tell you how to start putting the hot water to get all the hair off of it, and then where we start cutting a little bit there. But which I think with a cow would be a lot whenever easier. You're, whenever you're, ta- whenever you're taking the guts out, I know. Whenever you're cutting the belly, you want to be real careful because if you go a little too far, you get into that shit sack. You have a mess on your hands. Yeah. And then it smells bad. And it smells like bad, a, and then like you got to do the extra you, washing. You don't wanna, it's, just, it's one of those things. Yeah, you don't want to eat the, don't that pork rind after it's been yeah, so a sack of shit blew up on it. Right. Yeah. Well, and that I think that all comes with learning and experience, and the best way to get experience typically is just to do it. Doing it. Well, I, th- I think we need to spend a Saturday and start. I get, uh, one we, one we thing need, that... We, I think we need to buy a pig. You know, more... And we need to cut one down. <laughs> what do like you mean, pigs. though? I think yeah, I could eat steaks for breakfast. Dude, that's great content. Just just do a deer. We I hunt deer anyway. No, but year. we... Pigs are a lot easier to catch than deer. Nah. And we can get more out of a pig. We get lard. We can cook with lard. I don't like pig that much. We can make a whole lot of stuff. We can make tamales. Do you know how to make head. bacon? Yeah, we can make bacon. Like cured good bacon. Because that's the only no, thing I, don't know, but pig the, I really like is bacon. I don't, I, don't like, I don't know how, but I'm sure we could figure it out. That's kind of what I'm getting to. I'd like to actually get some of that stuff to, to where we know how to do this stuff. Now, yeah, I, I butcher my own deer every year. Like I, I do all my own processing of my own deer every well, year. What I was going to say, like... I think the big one is what to watch out for, too, because you hear about people getting into ticks when they're cleaning deer. Well, in there, and like getting a, Lyme disease, isn't or the, yeah, I was going to say that. Isn't, is there, isn't uh, there a deal with deer with uh, scarlet feet? No, yeah, something's going Rocky on Mountain. with deer with whitetails in there. Yeah, There's the a, some star, virus, the Lone Star tick. You get you can get bit and it'll make you allergic to red meat, really. Yeah, that's my nightmare. And I've also heard that you can like. Uh, my father-in-law was telling me this. You can get a hold of a deer and get bit by a tick, and it can stay with you for the rest of your life, too. Yeah. Like, give you an allergy to, to red, red meat, meat yeah. for the rest of your like life. Like, where you eat it, and you're puking your guts out. Isn't it crazy how some of those, yeah, you just think that you just got I think the vegans just gotta, cooked that up in a lab. That was something made by an evil Yeah, I think I'm a steer clear genius. deer. Steer clear deer. And stick with the steers. Is there is there any way to uh, like see that in the meat or like or if you just find it's not a tick the meat. On like you, the meat, you have to tick. get it. Like you have to get bit so like by you're the cleaning tick. a deer. Oh, and, and you'll the get tick bit by a tick you, while you're okay. And then the tick yeah. bites you. Okay. Every then, yeah, then every you have, year when I shoot a deer, there there's at least a few ticks. Especially I've known it. I've seen it more with mule deers than white tails. But every time I shoot a mule deer, like under their tail and around their ass, full full of ticks. Really, well, and that's mm-hmm. you kind of see some of that stuff with rabbits too. Like cottontails are usually pretty clean, and jackrabbits are disgusting creatures. Really, like you'll we used to skin them when like me and Trippet and Becker were like junior high. We would go shoot rabbits, yeah, and we would skin them. And under the skin on a jackrabbit, you find like grubs and stuff. But a cottontail, they're they're usually free and clear. Grubs. Like a this little worm looking thing, it's gross. What well, do you yeah. think? It's just the difference that one's a little I more it's aggressive, just a just, and yeah. I think it's more of like like an antelope compared to a whitetail. Like one's just tends to be more gamey. 
Yeah. And I think jackrabbits, typically, they're more out in the pasture and a little bit wilder, and cottontails are a little bit closer to what you would think of as like a domesticated rabbit. You yeah. don't want to eat rabbit in the summer because no. that's when they only are the months with that parasites. have R's in them. Yeah, the winter. You want to eat rabbits in the winter because if you eat them in the summer, you have a higher chance of so getting a hold of some from parasites. From September like to March. Well, I guess April has an R in it too. Yeah, but that rule is from like the North Country, yeah. and we live a little further south. Probably I'm wanna, thinking if I'm going to eat a rabbit, stick with December to January, February is the only yeah. time I'm going to eat a rabbit. Probably it's really? got to be cold too. They can carry they can carry diseases. I didn't I even think. thought about eating a rabbit. They're I good. They're good. I was thinking more just yours. I think this year for deer season, we need to have a we need to have a deer season event. I think we need to once it start cooling down also too because you don't want to kill pigs in the summer because you'll just have a dude. I don't want to kill a pig. Mess. Like I don't want to be involved. Dude, oh, we're going we did. To, we did. Have, we're going to it for the content. We're doing we it for the content. Uh, all right. We had a pig. They cooked a full pig for us when we were in high school on our football trip, and that that thing was good. Yeah, it's good. But like when you cook a now full you can pig, tell like whenever, like whenever. My mom makes dishes with a lot of pork or whatever. Asado. Have you guys ever had asado? It's the pork meat, like in red chili sauce. It looks like in red sauce. No. I'm sh- uh. I, I probably have, but I yeah. didn't Well, know anyways, it. you can tell. There's a different flavor in the meat. Well, and People even like, store, store-bought meat to... Well, you think ham and bacon and all that kind of stuff, and then compare it to like actual, if you cooked a full pig, yeah. like it's completely different. Mm-hmm. It's kind of thinking of like a McDonald's hamburger compared to eating like a ribeye steak that's been grown out. Yeah, like I'm be honest. The, this is we've been talking about pigs for like ten minutes. Good. I what, love what's wrong? Food. We're, we're, we're trying is, to survive here, man. Food. We're talking post-apocalyptic. Hey, I told you I was like nearly post-apocalyptic pigs. Gonna be some wild motherfuckers. Language. I'm sorry. God, goodness. Come on, man. But anyways, I think it's good, and it's good to know that. I didn't know that. I'd heard that deer had something, that there was some... I heard it on the Rogan podcast. He had one of those... It's not the meat. It's the tick. You just gotta, deer ticks. No, you there's, some, the there's tick. something else, but I think it comes from the tick. What's but, the other one? There's Lyme disease and then Rocky uh, Mountain... Rocky Mountain spotted fever. Spotted fever. That, but yeah. that... I don't think either one of those is the the... Uh, I'm pretty sure Lyme disease, Lyme disease is what makes you I think it's sensitive s- to red meat, but there's another there's one a certain that makes tick. you allergic. I think to- there's a certain tick that is, I think it's the Lone Star tick. I, I don't know. You're, I think you're to- talking about ticks too much. Hey. <laughs> yeah, you're Y'all focused on this tick. <laughs> what do we want to talk about? Well, we're, we're, talking right. about we're, we're moving post-apocalyptic on. Moving on. We're done with pigs. Okay. But post-apocalyptic, like, what are you going to do? I'm going to. Hope that it never comes. You're going vegetarian. No, I'm gonna eat. A, I'm gonna eat some cows and some deer. I'm not gonna, probably not gonna eat a lot of pig. There ain't a lot of pigs yeah. around. A lot of pigs. So if you had to go no man style, you got to go survive for a year. You're not putting a pig on your farm. On my farm? No, I'm just gonna run cows. Just cows. Yeah. yeah. Or horse. I'd, I'd eat a horse, I think. I, I'd, Let's go five years, because you can pretty much tough out no, a year. I mean, you're you're talking about, like, luxury at that point, yeah. dude. Like, I'm going to eat whatever. I'm not, I'm not going to concern myself. I'm going to keep to what I know. Dude, I'd eat a cattle. dog. And, man, I can stick with beef 
and just keep it coming. I know how to breed beef. I know how to raise beef. It's not going to be near as good because you're not growing it out on like corn and some of the feed rations that you would see on like a grown out steer. It's going to taste just as good because you're going to be hungry. Grass fed beef is a lot leaner, so it's it's a lot less flavorful. Um, in turn, it's better, be making a lot of better stews. for you. But if we're talking about yeah. like bad, bad situation though, you're going to eat whatever. People can be eating dogs and cats pretty quick. Okay, well, like, kind of where I was going, it's like you know, on, the, on the Lewis and Clark expedition, they ate a whole bunch of dog. A couple of them, like dog, was their favorite thing to eat yeah. on the Lewis and Clark expedition. Um, I don't know about you guys, but Chinese is. food is one of my. It favorites. is good. Chinese. I don't even care if they put cats in that, dude. <laughs> yeah. You know that those buffets, like some of the some of the meat over there, the real rubbery white light meat. It yeah, might be cat. cat. It might be chicken. No, real gamey. I've never real had a cat. Hairy meowing chicken. chicken. <laughs> I've never had a cat. What do you What do you think? Well, I don't know that, but what do you think a cat tastes like? Chinese mm. food. <laughs> I guess I've never big been big on Chinese. I'll do some teriyaki sauce, teriyaki chicken, but that's about it. I don't even know if you can consider that Chinese. I tell you, the only thing I'm not gonna eat, like no matter how bad it gets, I'm not gonna eat people. Not gonna go there. Cannibalistic. Can't nah. eat a person. I think the goal is to set yourself up and prepare yourself so that that never you never have to come down to that. To asking whether or not you're gonna eat a person. Not like, even not even make like sure that like we're some raising... wrists or like some toes or something. Just like boil it in a stew or nope. anything. I'm not. Gonna what eat about people. just the broth? I have a I have a theory. Bone that broth. Like yeah, I feel you're like just uh, the collagen. there's something so bad about cannibalism that like it's I don't know. I'm not saying like it's an unforgivable sin, but I feel like there's something real powerful. Yeah, it is definitely about, frowned upon about eating people. Like eating some of the soul probably does something bad to you. I so. think so too. Uh, Comanches. That's hey, good. I have a let's left turning here because I want to. You're Catholic. My last podcast was about the devil, and I said in there like uh, the thing I like about Catholics is they'll look you right in the face without blinking and tell you they believe in demons and evil and the devil. And a lot of Protestants won't do that anymore. Why? What do you think? I think so. I was looking at a lot of this stuff. Do you guys, as Protestants, believe that Catholics are going to hell, or that the Catholic religion is uh, apostatizing? No, uh, officially, I think the official line from like my my church would be uh, Catholics are fellow Christians in error would be the so like we We're, don't look at we wouldn't look at Catholics the same way like most like. There's a lot of Christians that look at Mormons and are like, don't consider Mormons Christians. Catholics don't aren't the same. But there are a lot of people that are like hardline. Yeah, but Mormons aren't Christians. Have you guys came across... No, because they have too many like... Have you guys came across other Protestants that do think that though? Uh, Like in real life, no. Yeah. I, I've come across some... I came some across. Far, I came across some on YouTube that they're. I'm I've pretty come across sure some on Twitter. I don't think they're, there's they're, enough they're, they're people ba- knowledgeable they're, enough. They're Baptist to... preachers, and there's two of these guys that they are hardcore on going against Catholics. And they say we do not. We're, we don't. What do they call that word? Uh, so Catholics, whenever they talk to other Protestants, they're like, yeah, you know, there's different things because we always get. First thing that they bring up is the the sacraments and uh, the, that we worship Mary, and uh, 
the infallacy of the Pope and the church and all those kinds of couple of, that's what they kept bringing up. And they put it in the way that they're telling you, you're going to hell because you're, the Catholics are apostatizing that we, really? do not, that we don't worship the same God. So Baptists yeah. come from Calvinism and they also believe like a lot of people are going to hell because they drink on Fridays or they dance or, I mean, there's a lot of Baptists that think you earn your way to heaven. And I guess my biggest question would be, what do you believe is the avenue to heaven? Like, instead of thinking about it, are they going to go to hell or not, what do you think is the, the route that you have to go to, to wind up in heaven? Well, it's, it's a very funny. Lutheran question. That is a that very, is a very Lutheran, Lutheran question. question. So the way that... Do you guys... Give him the Lutheran answer so he knows where you're coming from before no, he's well, on the spot. Here's like kind of what I've picked up and what I've been looking at the last couple of weeks. That after after the church was selling the indulgences and all that stuff, that when Martin Luther started, or he went and posted his 95 Theses on the door, mm-hmm. all that stuff... What started happening after that, so, you know, back to a little context around the time periods. Back then, not everybody had a Bible. Not everybody had, you know, books, literature was actually locked up and stayed in certain hands of people that were literate enough to actually take and read it and interpret it. Even people that actually could read didn't have the access to read stuff. Right. So what I see that started happening happening after Martin Luther did that, they started coming up with the theory of a sola scriptura. Yeah. Right? That's a, that's a Lutheran thought. Sola scriptura, uh, sola fide. So we, there's, the four, uh, there's four solas. Any traditions of the church from that got passed down or, or the general consensus that a f- large body of, of the church would interpret yeah. and traditions that would get passed down kind of went away. Yeah, they took it everybody. Out of their... Everybody started uh, kind of interpreting it in whatever fashion that kind of almost benefited them, or however, however you interpreted it and understood it. That's the way it was meant. So yeah, because only... there was a lot of people early on that kind of went like off the rails. Like uh, Luther comes out and says these few things, and Luther was a Catholic priest, and so he has all these ideas. Would you say? Would you say to us? certain point luther kind of opened up a can of worms he couldn't put the lid back on after a while oh absolutely i think his goal wasn't to but he didn't mean like his goal was not to he was was not to break apart the church right he didn't want to get that he was like like, he wanted to draw attention to to it well he wanted to remain catholic he never was it it wasn't his goal to say i'm gonna split off and try to take as many people with me in this new lutheran and he certainly didn't want like he would probably be very upset that a whole section of Christianity started and actually called themselves Lutherans and named themselves after him, he probably wouldn't like that. No. Because that's he just didn't want that to happen. But after him, there was people that came along and they were like, hey, it says don't make any graven images. And there's a, you know, the Catholics have the graven, well, not even Mary. Like, oh, they have the crucifix and it has Jesus on it. That's a graven image. And so a lot of people went like wildly... But that that's different than the golden calf. I mean, that's God 
Well, like, what I'm saying is there was creating, a whole bunch of people. You're not that, creating an idol that you're worshiping. It, you're you're creating a statue of the person that you right. worship. But I'm telling you, there's a whole bunch of people at the time that like went down that road. It's like, no, this is the same thing. If you are creating an image of Christ on the cross, that's just as bad as the golden calf. There's a lot of people that said, and that's kind of an example of like one group that was like interpreting it a certain way that went kind of its own way. And that's the reason but, there's so many Protestant churches is because it's just gone. To come back right. from that. Um, like so circle, I want to go back to that, the I wanna, Jesus on the cross. Are we circling back? Well, I want to look at a point that you were making as far as like, it was bene- they would spin it to benefit them. Right. Well, when the Catholic scriptures and their scriptures that are only passed down through Catholic religion, would that not be the same potential issue of them only keeping it to the point of where it benefits them? And that's where you come into problems with the indulgences of making money off of the churchgoers by that being okay you have to pay indulgences to earn your get your your friend your mother your dad whatever out of purgatory like they're spending that to benefit them yeah but you got to think about it in the context of that that time we didn't have facebook so everybody tries to paint it as the whole roman catholic church or the whole body of it was selling indulgences it was certain bishops right, from certain that's areas. Where, that's where I say, like, having the ability to translate, like, Martin Luther wanted to translate the Bible into German so that more people would See, be able and, to read. And that's another issue, too. By the time, if we, we got to dig back all the way to the original interpretations of the original scriptures and everything, because by the time, by the time that we get it into English, it's very easy to read it and understand it a different way than what it was meant. I would agree with that. I would. So like it's you but can't I, also I, I don't recommend from what I've started of, in, because I remember cuz you just pick up a bible and start reading it in English you don't know what version you're getting. You don't well, know how to you interpret also, it. You don't know in what context this what a lot I of think people it can go either way wrote. on that too. I just because don't if you like, have one group of people that are in if you have the priest class that's in charge of all of it then they can, can kind of say whatever they want without anybody checking them. Which is, the funny thing about Luther is when he was talking about indulgences, d- during the Middle Ages, it was just like people's friends, cousins, brother who had authority from the church would be going around to all these little peasant villages and selling indulgences and pocketing all that money. And part of Luther's problem was like, he was like, this is obviously wrong. And Luther's actual thought was like, man, if the Pope knew what these guys were doing, there would be hell to pay for it. And so that was part yeah, of the 95 see, and I don't, th- I don't think if you ran it by other Catholics that we would disagree. But like I said, the thing what happens there, that, that if you start talking to people now, they just, they don't understand that it was certain bishops, certain people of the church. But, yeah, and it was all, area, over, it was all over Europe at the time. I mean, the church basically ran... Europe and part of Luther's thing. This is the reason a whole bunch of people backed Luther in Germany. There's a whole bunch of people in Germany who saw Luther as a political opportunity. Of if we get behind this guy, we can gain more autonomy from the Holy Roman Empire, from the Catholic Church. We can do away with that political power and have more political power ourselves. Yeah, 
I guess just in the last couple, whenever I've been looking the stuff up and seeing the theories between the, they talk a lot about there's a descriptive religion and a prescriptive religion, and they see Catholicism as a prescriptive. That we just got to take it from whatever they say, and we got to accept that. And uh, descriptive is just I get to sola scriptura. I get to pick up a Bible and interpret it however I want to. I think there are people I mean? that think and that. And what, what I don't like about that is that it starts opening up the door to shape it however you want to shape it. Yeah, that's why I think that. I think that the Lutheran Church is a really good balance between out-of-control, non-denominational, mo- modern Protestant churches and the old Catholic Church or even the modern-day Catholic Church because it is a... Sola Scriptura is in the belief of the Lutheran Church, but it's not like everybody gets to decide what this means on their own. It is, we're going to sit down and we're going to talk about the Scripture. I'm going to give you my argument as to what this means and why, and I'm going to back it up with Scripture from other places in the Bible. Like Luther's whole catechism is, what does this mean, talking about, a commandment or a creed, what is the meaning of this, and then an explanation, and then to back it up, like four or five Bible verses, like this is why this is why I come to the reasonable conclusion that this is the meaning of this verse. It's a very, this is what people, a lot of people don't understand about Germany, like before all the Enlightenment movement and all the big philosophical movement in Europe, like all of that grew out of Germany because there was a whole bunch of, Germany was like the the first place where a lot of that enlightenment thinking or you'd call it pre-enlightenment thinking because it was religious. Like yeah. it wasn't secular humanist like like Kant who was also German. It was like religious thinkers who were saying I want to or religious thinkers saying I have an argument with what the Catholics teaching is on this because now I've read the Bible where before I hadn't, and I'm, you know, not a moron. I'm, you know, educated guys, not just peasant dudes, educated guys reading it like Luther and saying, this says this, and it's backed up by verses in, you know, Genesis and Joshua and Old Testament and New Testament. Why does the church say something different, I think, was there... It's a very reasonable approach to, like, debate on theology. And I think without Luther, if you never had the Reformation, the church never would have had a lot of those debates. And I think the Catholic Church, even though there was a bunch of terrible crap that happened because of the schism, I think the Catholic Church and the new Protestant churches both came out better then like look at the look at the muslim faith never had a reformation like the christian faith did and where is it today right like there's a lot of well, it's violent gro- it's growing yeah but right now it's uh i think muslims are converting here in the us uh there's more people converting to muslims than christianity i would that's probably true I don't think that's... If it's not more, they're neck and neck. This I think has that's kind a of been fa- a big issue. I think that's a failing of the modern 
Christian church, though. I think people are getting tired of feminized Christianity, watered down exactly Christianity. Well, uh, the, the, the not telling it like it is. Right. Why did Jordan Peterson blow up? Blow up. Yeah, he's because people wanted a little bit of structure. He's not even he's not even really religious, or he wasn't when he was. Yeah, he, he started. When he started whenever he started. He wasn't, and he, he wasn't does Christian. his he does his thing over Genesis. And I remember listening to his thing over Genesis and finding it really interesting, and thinking like, why aren't there more Christian pastors and you know Catholic bishops, and why aren't there more people who are this good at making this interesting and drawing people in? Like, why is Jordan Peterson getting millions of people to watch his videos, but the most successful, you know, mainstream Christian guys are like Joel freaking Osteen or whatever his name is? Because they're preaching the pro- prosperity gospel. Yeah, but but Peterson's Which, really not. You know no, what I mean? Yeah, like, he, yeah, he's not. But that that's, goes to the what I'm trying to say is that. People wanted some structure. Men needed to, a lot of young men. Yeah, I think needed it's a men some structure. Versus... Like they needed, hey, you need a kick in the ass and get it into gear. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to be worth something or have any type of value as a male, you need to, at very least, get up and make your own bed. Yeah, there's responsibility. Yeah, you need to be able. You're supposed to be growing in life. This whole sitting around being a pothead or whatever it is, no drive. You know. Well, and that's. I mean, if you can kind of show how where that leads when everyone does it like if a hundred percent of the people sit on their ass in their parents basement and smoke pot all day where does our infrastructure where do we go where does the country go where does that end up yeah people forget that like the ten commandments is not just a hey this is a moral thing and we do this because it's morally right it's also a social thing. Like, if you have a society that isn't following these simple Ten Commandments, I was saying, I was you're saying, going to have problems if people would, are stealing, yeah. committing adultery, if if they're lying about their neighbors all the time, if they're always coveting what their neighbors have. You're going to have a dysfunctional society, whether it's one tribe in, you know, some third world country or an entire country like the USA. Yeah, I was saying that to somebody that recognizes as an atheist or just doesn't believe in God uh, the other day, that at very least you got to admit that the, based on the Ten Commandments here in this country, that we're kind of, we take away from everything else, we're kind of based in those Ten Commandments, right? Of course. The way that we've built laws in this country. Yeah, the country Everywhere, was found every on Western Christian country principles. Is. Okay, but I mean, then they tell you the that basis. no, that no, we're we a separation of church and state. Okay, it's because yeah. they don't understand it. It's they don't a, have any concept of history, right? Or you've just you've bought in so much into that. I'm no, I don't believe in religion, or I don't believe in a god. Well, and they don't they don't view it as what the separation of church and state, where that was coming from, and what the purpose of that was was their opportunity to not have a state sponsored church, right? Like it wasn't like. Hey, I want to worship this lamb over here, whatever. Like they they were Christians and they wanted to worship Christ, but it was like you have to do it under the rules of King George, and you don't get to step out of line of that. And right. that, well, they all that came from Europe, where, where if you lived in Spain, it was the Catholic Church. If you lived in Great Britain, it was the Church of England, and everybody who fell outside those denominations 
was or excommunity. Excommunity. Was, now, yeah. was, now, wasn't that part of a Luther story also? That because the king was so enticed with the church, that didn't he come up and they gave him a chance to take back what he was saying? And after he said that he wasn't going to take it back, they were out to kill him? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. His famous speech. And this is something I think that people should read. If you've never read Luther's speech, the one you're talking about, it's a brilliant speech. It almost sounds a little bit like what some of the, it almost sounds kind of like the Patrick Henry speech of the, the right before the Revolutionary War. Yeah. Because it, it's, it's a religious speech, but it has a very like revolutionary tone to it. Whereas like, this is, this is what I believe. And the famous end of his speech is, um, here I stand, I can do no other, so help me God. And his message was like, I can't lie to you or I will be condemning myself to hell because I hold these beliefs. Like, this is what I believe and I believe this to be the truth. So if I tell you I think it's a lie, then I'd rather die than do that because then I would be putting my soul in jeopardy. Yeah, it's I mean, a who wants it's a to brilliant read? speech. Whether even as a Catholic, you should read it. How many how many something. martyrs were in the in the Bible? Like how many people were killed or potentially killed or were hunted because of their relationship with Jesus Christ as an apostle? I I could check, but I'm pretty sure it was all of them. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, what is Judas famous for? He betrayed Jesus. Right. So the same way, I mean, if you're willing to turn around and as soon as you're under fire, you're like, okay, never mind. I don't mean it. Just to get well, your ass out of the hot seat. Peter denied him yeah, the three times. After mm-hmm, denying Christ three times. Yeah. So I get it. I guess in the, that's why this the context of the times. I think maybe in conversation, how we're talking and what I've been picking up, Maybe the church the church was wrong in that. Instead of going, it went to a, hey, we're going to kill this guy. You yeah, because Luther didn't his, expect It was that. one of the first times that it maybe it, probably, it got challenged, you know, on some things. And Luther truly expected the Pope and the church and the thing to be was, on his the, side. That's what they said. That what, they, what I picked up on is that it was the first person to really, I don't know if it was the first person, but he really challenged it and it had support of the people. Yeah, and that's what really caused that whole thing to blow up. And that's up. what that's what freaked the church out because you have this guy, and all of a sudden, an entire country is on the verge of rising up against you. Can you really back that guy at that point and say, "Okay, he's right," and lose the control of an entire nation that you already that you have control over? Like it, it was a political decision. I think this is from a Lutheran perspective. In a historical perspective, it was more of a political decision from the church to say, well, we can't give this to him because then we lose our grasp of political influence over an entire country. And then what happens then? Does it devolve into, you know, madness and chaos and everybody starts killing each other? It's kind of what happened. So in an, in a way, the church acted in the way it thought would be best for the not just the safety and prolonging of the church, but actually like the people too. But you know, I'm a Lutheran. I'm still on Luther's side. I think Luther was right. But Luther, 
was coming at it from a, I'm doing this for a moral reason because I can't rectify it in my soul. And the church looks at it as from a more pragmatic position of like, we can't let this guy supplant us or an entire country is going to go nuts. And also, I mean, the fact that you lose power at that point too. So you lose your control that you had. But the way I the way I kind of think about it, and the and the reason I think the way that I do, think of it the same way with our government. Like, you're not allowed to read the Constitution or interpret the Constitution. We will interpret that for you. And I think for a lot of people, that's kind of weight off their shoulders because then they don't have to worry about it, and they don't have to worry about the uncertainty. They whatever they tell me, I'll I'll do. But yeah, at the like same if, time, if we a, see it and we're like, okay, this clearly says Amendment 2 or uh, of the Constitution, the Second Amendment, right to bear arms shall not be infringed, like clearly states it. It says it so clear in the reason that it, it's there, but people still refuse to acknowledge that. And it would be like where the state's saying, no, you don't have access to the Constitution. You can't read it because... You might interpret it the wrong way. So you need to listen to our interpretation because that's the correct one. This is something that like bugs me about or it doesn't bug me. I understand it, but it gets under my skin. Like a lot of people who are very smart and are religious minded or academic minded, uh, but don't pay any attention to politics, hate politics. Like I don't I just politics sucks and I don't want to be any part of it. Mm-hmm. A lot of those types of people don't understand politics, and so they don't understand political plays that happen. For example, if like if a state seceded, let's let's say they pass a gun ban the way they want to, and a state decides to secede, or let's go back to the Civil War. If a if the South would have just freed all the slaves, but then also said we're still seceding. Do you think the North would have just said, okay, sounds good, we'll see you later because you don't have slaves anymore? A person who is, like, not really politically savvy would say, well, yeah, of course, the North would have been fine with it then if there was no slavery. But somebody who understands nations and politics and the way power works would know, that, like, no, if they, the South could have freed every slave it had. Well, the whole goal was... And they still would have invaded the South. Like, you, when you are the person that's in you know, political power of a nation, you're not going to let that power go. And people who aren't politically savvy don't, well, don't this, get that. Well, this and, all boils down to you can, Ukraine and Russia. It's a perfect example. Of, yeah, nobody understands politics, so they just view it well, as it's, Star it's Wars. Good, good guy versus bad guy. Yeah. At that point, it's just not politics, though. It's the geopolitics. Yeah. Right. It's positioning. Whatever landmass that you're on... You have to to protect any ideas, ideologies that you have and your way of life. You have to be aware of what protection you have of who's going to come take that away. Right. Because ever since the beginning of time, men have been fighting for resources. Or ideas. For human nature, but for ideas or resources. Or religion. Well, bottom because line you is... Because you need to be able to sustain those. You got to have boundaries. You got to have walls. Yeah. You got to have... 
you know? A majority of the U.S. sees the, the Civil War as good guys versus bad guys. The same way they see the war in, U- the war in Ukraine. War, Every, everything is a Marvel movie, and it's always good guys versus bad yeah, guys. Yeah, and they see it as good guys versus bad guys. And then you take that a little bit further, and if something were to ever blow up, what are they? What what lens are they going to put us in to demonize us to everybody? And that's what they're going to try to push. And in the event of a war and a loss, the other side is going whatever they stood for, however moral it might have been, is out the window. Yeah, yeah. Like, because they demonized Robert E. Lee. Robert E. Lee wasn't like pro slavery. Wasn't somebody that was just this terrible guy. That wanted to just see the whole world burn. Yeah, Lincoln. And, Lincoln asked him to be the general of the right. entire army. Like he was, he was on the fence of, do I side with my family or do I side with my country? And he chose family. Yeah, state, family, and, yeah. It, but, you're right. It was family because he's like, I have to side with yeah. Virginia because this is my family is in Virginia. Right. I'm a Virginian. And that's a concept that's lost on modern Americans. Like everybody before the Civil well, War, and how many people viewed under- themselves as a Virginian or a Alabaman or a Kentuckian first, and then an American second. And we don't think that way anymore. And it's because the Civil War wiped that out of us. Well, and how big of a political play was it, rather than a moral play, by Lincoln? I I don't want to get too deep into Lincoln because. Was it? No. Yesterday was Lincoln's assassination day. Was it? Well, I just... the way yeah, that, yesterday. Lincoln well, was assassinated on April Anyways, kind of what I've, on been, April what I've been getting into this stuff, whether it comes into politics or any things that come with power, especially right now, we can't just... Like, there has to be context to any of these conversations. And if anybody that you're talking to that's dead set just in their way... Like, there is so much more context. Like, we're barely scratching the surface on this Lutheran versus Catholic and what happened, what didn't happen back then. Yeah, we're not even scholars. Yeah, anybody who's not even willing to start having this conversation, you're so dead set on your side, you're not moving anything forward. You're not moving any conversation, any understanding, anything forward because I know that there's each side has twisted, you know, there's that version of the truth and this version of of our truth. Yeah, a good 80% of Americans couldn't find Ukraine on a map, but everybody has this dead set opinion on it and they know they know nothing about it really. Okay, there's there's a reason why we are trying to support Ukraine because it makes a like it's strategically in our interest to support Ukraine, but it's not because it's Star Wars and we're the good guys and they're the bad guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, one thing I, I do like to point out is there are some moral issues like where you can't have the conversation of, well, maybe you're kind of right and I'm kind of right. And I always go back to that. No, because, that's true. That's true. Cause because we, we, we always talk about, you know, we're not as different as we really think we are, and the media and the politicians are just d- dividing us. How many people were just so just pissed about that Roe v. Wade being overturned? Mm-hmm. And I think of abortion, and that to me is just the biggest issue that it's never going to reconcile. You're never going to be able to meet in the middle on that because there is no middle. It's either it's murder or it's a women's right. Like, that is the argument, and there is no compromise between the two. 
right? Yeah, and guns is getting that way too. Guns like, is pe- that way. People on the Second Amendment who are pro-gun are not moving any more towards the middle because everybody's seen how that's gone for the last LGBTQ while. LGBTQ not is getting that way. Yeah. You either have to accept it and proclaim it and shout it from the rooftops and put a there's rainbow a, there's flag. There's an AI plus minus. Fuck the AI plus. Yeah, you know what that plus is? <laughs> Added to. Who knows what the plus is? I don't know. It's pedophiles. Every- the plus is pedophiles, and everybody oh, knows yeah. it's pedophiles. <laughs> okay. But we don't want to talk about that because it makes, like, they're mm-hmm. not ready for that. Hey, yet. minor attracted person. Yes. Wood chipper. Yeah. No, that is true. That goes all the way back to where I was telling you. Why is the Muslim religion on the rise? Because they... Out of the religions, which one's the one not backing down right. from anything? Like you're saying, not drawing any confusion. Right. I'm you like, have it's, so it's many this, Christian it's churches. this or this. How many, how many pastors have you seen that are waving the rainbow flags outside their churches and wearing a rainbow tie and talking about yeah. Jesus being trans? And even the ones like that Christianity aren't... Christianity How many of them are down. scared to even say anything oh, yeah. against it? And this goes, back, this goes back into a little bit of the clarity issues. What do you guys think of Jesus on the cross, of Catholic churches having Jesus on the cross? That that's a we symbol. We do that, 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 Lutherans, that, that, that Lutherans have you guys too? too. Okay. Yeah. Well, you, that kind of circles. What do, what do you guys think of, of other churches not having it on the cross? Well, not all Lutheran churches have have like Jesus on the okay, cross. Okay, well, like you know, ours, you know is, ours doesn't. So we don't have. Well, that, 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 but okay, the so idea you know right is now there. the Catholic Church, there's a rise of the Latin Mass again. Yeah, right. It's not so much the preacher doesn't even. I haven't been to one, but what I hear is it's more of a traditional ritualistic type of thing. A uh, lot more, not so much them preaching to you. As, but the liturgy as you're there for the liturgy the, yes. and the worship. Like a lot of the times, like in the Catholic Church, that, that I've been learning, we're never supposed to give our back to Jesus on the cross. Whenever we go, whenever we show up, we kneel. So why why is that? That's going on in that's going on in Lutheran churches too. Like so, the, but the rise in like more traditional Lutheran that, stuff is going on too, like chanting. And incense and so I actually that's where I wanted to bring it kind of good back to where this started. I, good. I, I think that is a good I'll um, tell you, our, our, thing. okay, so it's called the, the Novus Order, which is the new order of the of the mass. Was it's the more the, the more traditional thing that's going on right now or what we've pretty much I grew up that way and now we've been exposed a lot more to the Latin Mass. And some things that I've noticed that they're doing different in the way that we, whenever we, they present the Eucharist and they're going to do all that kind of thing. Right. It feels more like church. It, it feels right. more like a, a, it's, a worship, but like we're there to to praise her. It feels, there's a, lot, a, it feels there's a lot actual, more holier. Right. You, there, the, the divinity is there. Like you're actually you're witnessing Christ. You're in the presence of Christ. Everything, and everything, feels right? Everything feels the, more the, real. The energy, yeah. But it doesn't that's feel, where, like, it I want to I want to take it back to the original question that started this whole conversation of what do you think? Like, what do you see? Sam, the avenue. Give me another one of the small stoves. The avenue to heaven for a Lutheran. We always we see it as everybody is so focused on the Ten Commandments and their actions and what they're doing and maybe it's tradition, whatever. The the sole idea but in the Lutheran Church 
is it's not up to you. Your sins were bought and paid for by Christ on the cross, like period. So your only, like your your life goal should just be worshiping Christ for what He has done for you, and and accepting that you're a sinner. You're you're just you are. There's nothing you can do about it, and be humble about that. And I'm not saying just go out and do whatever and just embrace the sin because that's not being humbled by it. But like understanding that there's nothing that you are doing to get yourself to heaven. It is Christ crucified is the only reason that we have the opportunity to go to heaven. And that's why Lutherans and Catholics, like we said before, like Lutherans don't consider Catholics out of outside of the church. They consider them brothers, you know, fellow Christians, but yeah. with, they call it in error, which means like, we think we have disagreements on certain things, like like the Mary deal, you know, like praying praying to saints or uh, elevating Mary to a higher station, stuff yeah. like that. See, Ben just kind of sounded like one of the Baptist preachers that were going Catholics and going to no. hell. No. <laughs> no, no the, it's just that seems all fine and dandy, mm-hmm. and I get it that yeah, that's the sacrifice that was made for us on the cross. And that goes back that. to another thing about on the cross that, like, all these Baptist churches, why not show why why that was the ultimate sacrifice? This feels bad because, like, we invited the two Baptists to the, to the podcast, <laughs> but they couldn't come tonight. Yeah. No. We know me, you're listening. For me, that was the ultimate sacrifice that one can do, especially, like, for your family, for the ones you love, right? And I'd like to point out to that die. I brought that up on the last podcast that we should have a podcast for kind of like this. Snipper, was that trimmer over there? But another thing that I'll I'll pick on the the Baptist for is like I said, they're they're very Calvinist in the means of there's more of a focus on what you're doing and what the people around you are doing and everybody holding each other accountable to make sure that we're not sinning. Like make sure you're not drinking or just so Ben knows, there are a lot of Baptists if they're listening that are going nuts. Yeah. That Ben is calling them Calvinists because most John Baptists the, are not Calvinists. They think John the oh, Baptist. Really? Well, that's like there. There are Baptists that think the Baptist Church was started by John the Baptist. I'm telling you, we need we need to get my brother David in here because he he can give you the scriptures and he can give you a lot better. I feel like I need to I, I need to be a lot more well read than I am. But <laughs> oh no! In my defense, the Baptist Church was like the founding of the Baptist Church was. Calvin, Calvinist. Well, and he, it the grew out of that, was. though. Yes. Yeah, but but it's not like because when you go when you say Calvinist, what people hear is like Calvin had this idea that like you're either chosen by God or not, and they're like the the Calvinist idea is like there's nothing you can do about it, and this is this is where Calvinism kind of branched off from Luther was. Like, some but, people are chosen and others are not, and there's nothing you can do about it. But I don't see why... What's, what is the, the church that is, like, straight up, there's some people chosen and some people not? 
I mean, true Calvinism is that way. I I don't see. This is where like I like to talk about see, this like, stuff. Like the but way I don't that you, the, the way that, the way that you just said it, like the the being humble that you can't you can't just run off and be a degenerate, right? But you just you. Well, I'm saying that you the, live goal, the, year, the you, goal you live the goal I like, get out of my depth when we get the, into these conversations because I don't like to talk about it when I don't know. But I just feel like it's a, a natural, and that, like my brother calls it natural law. Like there's a lot of things of like there's natural law to life, right? Things that make sense. That's a Greek idea. And like you have to consider that. Why, how, how can you not, let's say you earn your way into heaven or learn, earn less time in purgatory by doing better acts, by being better. That pretty much a, to me to what you're saying, you you guys are calling it humble, and we call it going to confession and doing certain prayers and doing good things. Yeah, like living up to what you're expected to live up to, basically. Right. right. Well, and I mentioned the humble part because a lot of because there's a bit of humility whenever I go out and do something stupid that I'm not supposed to be doing with whatever sins are easily available to the world right you now. You feel guilty. Yeah, and you feel guilty and shame. If you, I don't have to. I can just go. Sorry, God. Is that humble enough? So no, or that, actually that's get why, to a confessional and to, see, it's not easy. So that's why I add that part of being humble because so many people take that kind of belief of there's nothing that you can do. It was all done by God, and they're like, okay, I'm good then. Yeah, so I can, I can do, do whatever. whatever I want. But then you're not accepting the fact that Christ died for your sin and being a penitent sinner. I think a no, lot of saying, I think a lot of young is, Protestants fall into that trap of, well, it does I was saved so I can do kind of what I want. And Lutherans fall into this trap too because when I was younger, yeah. I did. Oh, I'm 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 not the saying idea, like, well, I've that's why I add I'm that part saved, as like, you know, as I want that context in there because yes, we are still <laughs> sinful and yes, you shouldn't be striving to be sinful and that's where I bring in like homosexuality. Like everybody's talking about being acceptant, uh, accepting of the gays and homosexuality, and it's like so you're wanting us to celebrate that sinful behavior, and that's where we have the issue. And Not that's celebrate. Where, you have to revel in it. You have right. to wave and, the flag. And that my has issue the with name that of one is of the everybody's sins. saying like you have the Methodist church that's like okay you can be up on the pulpit and be a drag queen whatever. But the thing is, you're celebrating sin at that point, and that is denying Christ. Right. So if you're going to celebrate sin, then yeah, you're going to end up in hell because you're denying Christ. And he died for your sins, but if you're going to deny him, you're going to hell just like the guy that was hanging next to him that denied him on the cross. Yeah, and I think that's a dangerous thing that people don't quite get. And that's what I think the biggest problem with modern cotton candy bubblegum Christianity is, is this idea that like, well, the only, the only thing Jesus ever said that mattered is be nice to people. Right. That's like, that's like the only thing. Just be a good you, human. Well, you yeah. see it all the time. It's like, you're not being very Christ-like. Right. Because you're not accepting these transgenders like, and these gays. Hold on, let me if, go if, get if, a whip if, and if, I'll if, beat if, you. If, <laughs> no, if you go back, Jesus was out there raising a little bit of... Was, yeah, well, that's the thing. Like flipping the, the, the tables and the, right. the hippie the idea of Jesus and, is is not really scriptural. Like he well he and, was a rebel, but not in the way like 
everybody on the left. And likes everybody to think thinks he that he was like sleeping with all the prostitutes, like dined with prostitutes, and they're like, "See, he was accepting of it." No, he was like, "Look, like, you hey, need to fix this. Go or you and send no more." Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like the whole idea was to reach those people. He didn't say, "Hey, go and keep doing exactly what you're yeah, doing. You're, you're perfect good, the way you you're are. You're perfect the way you are." See, and that's so go what, like, and send no more. Like everybody now, the other day I was talking to somebody and they're telling me that they get their news from TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was like, kids do. You, you want, I you learned wanna, this you when want, I was teaching. You kids want, get their news from TikTok. You want to understand the quorums of this world through a six-second video or a 10, 12-second statement? But that's, dude, that is how lazy our society has gotten is we do not want to read. We do not want to go through the steps that it actually takes to get that far. Nobody wants to work out, so we just want to be accepted See, that's exactly like fat. the other day that I picked Shut up on up, some man. of the, uh, <laughs> That's the way that I picked up on some I've of I've been this. working out, all right? I've been listening to hours and hours of these Baptist guys talking about it. Why are you listening to hours of Baptist preaching? Because I want to know the other side. They they think I'm going to hell. He, I don't dude, think you're going to hell, man. I could, I could be the best Roman Catholic Well, you so know, the way live out that life and a great life, but they think I'm going to hell. Hey, it's they're, they're entitled to their opinion, man. No, yeah, I, I get it, but like to understand that whole side, like you, I can't listen to 12-second, you know. I'm with clip, yeah, I clip right. on TikTok. So kind of what I was getting but at that's, also like that's where these conversations need to be had and you have to almost But how hard are they to have with some people because people get oh, really butt hurt. You can't you because can't. they feel attacked. Right. Which I'm I'm going out on a limb, but I trust that hopefully you you know that I'm not just trying to personally attack you for being Catholic. I do the same thing with Cody when I'm talking to him about this kind of stuff. I my brother in law, same way. Like, I'm approaching it from a standpoint of what I see that I, I don't agree with and trying to figure out, like, what is the belief behind that? Ecumenical. You guys oh, know okay. that word? Yeah, I've heard That's it. what I was saying. Okay. So they have a big issue with the Catholic Church trying to push the ecumenical movement to where saying that, hey, we all worship the same God. We all worship Jesus. We do it a little different. We're all brothers in Christ. Oh, these guys don't. No, they don't no, like no, that. No, no. Oh, no. Well, in their you defense, just, you, Catholics don't like when Lutherans in our liturgy say uh, the Catholic faith because that's the the definition of the Catholic faith is like the first like it's the church, the Christian faith, right. and we still use yeah. that vernacular in our liturgy even but though we're not like, Roman they Catholic. Think that we're faking it. Like you guys are impersonators. Yeah, that's how they see it. But it's just. Would we're you say? Would you say like we've? I think we've kind of established that in both religions, there's more of a traditional party. And the progressive. And Marxist. Marxist, right. but <laughs> progressive. They're the. And that's people, where I think you're right. There, there's where the you people say they're, that they're, are scared of the conflict and that hate. No, this is how we've done it, and this is how we're doing it, and this is the way it's working out. This is clear. The way that we're. Dude, I have a I have an argument once a week with a guy on Twitter called the Lutheran Leftist, uh-huh. <laughs> and he's a big account. Like he has a whole bunch of followers, and and I get into it with this guy on the regular because he's like a he's a Marxist, but he's a Missouri Synod Lutheran, 
and which is an oxymoron. I exactly. <laughs> and we have we have some fights on, and I like I have a couple like uh, I have a guy that follows me, and I follow him that is also knows this Lutheran leftist guy, and so today in his comments was a whole giant argument between me and that guy. But that's the argument between the. I think you're right. It's like people who are older traditional and people who are trying to quote unquote progress. See, and church. I wouldn't even put that into the older because we're not in the older. I mean, we're we're in that mid. Yeah, but section. we're following the the tradition. I like, mean, like and that's yeah, typical. Like in the, of, I feel like in the Catholic Church and the younger the younger kids, the Latin Mass is coming back. Yeah, more in a wave, you know, in a powerful wave than what the, I'll say. I'll say conservative versus progressive. Right, and that's but where the conservative in this sense stands for just means Marxist at this point, yeah, because that's what it is at this point. Yeah, but it is like totally. There's a there's a lot of younger people that see it as like trying to hold on to what history and what's left of what we have, like trying to hold is, on to our religion is, and not let come it out and speak on something without having to look back on whatever it is that you're speaking on. Yeah, and I think a lot like, of... Like, I can't sit here and tell you about socialism and tell you how great and wonderful it is without mentioning all the failures. <laughs> well, nobody who's lived under it can either. It's only right. people and who haven't lived under it that will a lot of talk people about how great it is. the word socialist in the Nationalist Socialist Party in Nazi Germany. <laughs> like, socialist was in the name. Like, if you, if you think about it, we haven't built any walls inside of the country to compare to East and West Germany. But there's been people that have been comparing living in New York and California versus living in Florida or let's say Oklahoma or some of these uh, Texas freer states, Texas, Texas during, during COVID or even right now. Right. Nuts. To the closest thing that, hey, you have to move. That's why there was waves of people from East Germany moving to, uh, trying to jump the wall. Trying to jump the wire and outrun the machine guns. Right. To get out of East Germany. Well, and it, it, I mean, you're seeing a mass exodus from California and New York. Yeah, we've seen Florida it. Florida yeah. and Texas. And... And Texas, it being a little purple, even. Yeah. And like, anybody listening, if you are a Democrat and considering moving, uh, leave Texas your politics at the door. Kansas is pretty blue. You'll like Kansas. Yeah, go to Kansas. Don't don't come here. Don't, don't come. <laughs> right. Don't, don't come. Yeah, where, the Camilla where, where, wherever here the Camilla is, don't, Harris come. Video, don't come. That, that don't issue come. is like... <laughs> So they're they're leaving these places, but they only want some of they're they're wanting to cherry pick. They just want the lifestyle. Right. They want their they libertarian want the kind of well it's like liberal libertarian stuff. It's kind of the feminist argument of, the of like stuff. I want all I want the equal wage no matter what, but I don't want to have to sign up for the draft. I want men to still pay for the check. But I want to be seen as an equal, and I still want to teach like cherry picking those but. rights. <laughs> it's the same with politics. It's like okay, my politics that I had in California are ruining this state. I'm gonna leave, and then take those politics and try to use them in a state that's actually doing decent, who's probably doing decent because they don't have those far left bullshit ideas. I agree. What's next? Goodness, let's I talk about the Civil War again. Oh, Civil War! I don't know. What uh, 
guys been doing any shooting? I want one of those little cigars now that I've smoked my big one. Can I have a little one? <laughs> yeah, grab one. They're right there. Yeah, we had. I a, like them, man. They're, they're a nice, smooth smoke all the way through. We had the first annual. We had a. We had yeah, a tell, 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 me about the, tell me about the shootout. The I don't want to talk about. It. Yeah, Sam lost. You lost. Um, Who'd you lose to? It to, uh, to Ben. Guy. You lost to brother Ben and brother to ben. Uh, and Hunter. Hunter beating two. Is this guy just like a brother Ben beat me John by Wayne seven seconds? And Who? Hunter beat me Hunter. by five seconds. So I've yeah. heard his story. Like I, I just always well, and like, so the thing is, I want to point out the fact that I did beat him. Like mm-hmm. I beat him mm-hmm. by. I, you beat a him by couple. two seconds. So what did the shootout consist of? Are we so it long was, range targets? It was like a competition shoot, and so you have a bunch of silhouette targets set up, and each stage you have targets that you have to shoot. So you start out, and there might be a seventy-five yard target and a hundred yard target. And you have to run out there and shoot the steel, shoot the steel, and then run to the next stage. And you have three targets that are like what are we shooting? ARs or what are we yeah. shooting? Yeah, yeah, ARs. Like I, I had a. Hey, AR I want to get your a, opinion on a Diamondback. What do you guys? Great. No. Diamondback, Diamondback ARs. No, the optic. No, no, no he's a, talking about no, an AR. No, no, oh, no, 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 no. Never mind. Okay. Worse than your Bear Creek Arsenal that I. I sold was thinking. You. Really? I was thinking well, Vortex. Same, same, but no. same level. Get a get a PSA if you're gonna buy budget. Yeah, if you're gonna buy cheap, go with Palmetto. No, State. I don't want budget. I want a good. I want a good one. Okay, okay if you want a good one, go. I don't know. I want Sig about, about Bravo how, Company. I want, I, want be, I want to be all in for how about fifteen hundred. You want to be all in for fifteen hundred? Wait, yeah. all in for fifteen hundred. So that's the optic included. <sighs> all in for fifteen hundred. Who? Um, I would get a Smith and Wesson. Maybe I would get a. Well, the only problem. So I would probably get the SIG Tread M400. The only problem with it is it's all proprietary, meaning all the parts are proprietary SIG uh, Tread parts. So like your bolt carrier group, your charging you handle, parts. You, you've mm-hmm. got to stick to the SIG parts, and they mm-hmm. make parts for it. Like I've got an MCX, and it's kind of the same way. Mm-hmm. But I can buy a Radian Raptor MCX charging handle. Like I've got they have one for stuff. you. Palmetto State just came out the with saber. a next level, like a, a. I think I would get the jackal. A duty, a duty level wrap. So, you, so when you're talking about ARs, what you have is like sporter level guns, and then you have duty level guns, and then you have like Gucci guns. Right. The so Daniel defenses and all that kind Daniel of stuff. Daniel defense. Gucci. I looked at one at Big R in Liberal today, and tw- was it was a two thousand just yeah. for the gun, no optics, Daniel, no yeah, nothing. Daniel, Daniel defense. defense is Gucci. Yeah, um, duty rifles are kind of like what you're talking about. Like if yeah, you're gonna yeah. have if you're gonna have I one gun dedicated to doing like to doing everything and having in case of bad things happening. Yeah, you I want a duty get, level gun. Right now, you I have a it, sporter level gun. A sporter just go. I don't know. I, I would probably you have a budget sporter level. <laughs> no. So what I would probably get if I was you is I would probably get either the tread, the SIG M four hundred tread, or the Smith and Wesson M and P shield. And then I would put like a Vortex Strike Eagle one to six on it. That would that would be what I did if I was trying to do a budget gun for fifteen hundred Sub, if I was trying to do a budget gun right now, just with what the new stuff that has came out, I would 
trust in or the I would trust I would trust in Palmetto just because I have a bunch of lower level Palmetto stuff and the only thing I don't like about Palmetto is and the duty level's got to be a little better and then I'd put and I'm gonna I have a uh, Vortex Spitfire which is a fixed three power prism scope Mm -hmm. and I ran it at the competition and it is awesome. Love it, it did not run as good as my Vortex See, Razor. All right. What happened <laughs> was on stage five. You had a couple I drinks had before the competition. I had a bad thing. No, I didn't. I, we both had a bad stage five I because had I had a the worse same stage five no, than you. I went to seat my mag. It didn't all the way seat because I had it packed full of 30. I knew it was going to happen and I knew I should have bumped Hunter, it. Hunter had a really terrible stage one. And then the whole time he was catching up, right. me and Ben had great stage one through fours, and then stage five was a massive bad day for me. Well, and stage six for you, too. No, stage six I did okay. You were like 35, weren't you? 34 seconds? No, I did. I don't remember what it, what my time was, but I did I did fine on six. How many like people five were out there? Uh, there wouldn't like be many. There was just six of us. Six of us. Six of us. That's a good turnout, though. It was, it was Hunter a, and his dad and his wife. Me and Sam, and then Jacob Whiteley. Jacob Whiteley. Jacob, I like me some Jacob Whiteley. Dude, that guy's got a f- fast finger. Really? He yeah. Does. Dude, he had the fastest but double his, tap of anybody. Like, really? So he has he has a trigger in his gun. And I haven't seen him in years. He made ago. he made the gun, but like he built his rifle. So the his trigger, rifle's a palmetto. The kept coming out, so but it, he, it was rendering it was a his whole, trigger. It was a whole no home-built thing. Like he built it all himself. Really? And this is the difference between building a rifle and buying a factory built rifle if you build all the like build quote unquote your own rifle like and you put the trigger in yourself and you put everything in yourself usually you are going to run into failures like you're going to see more failures just because you want most to, the people if you want something really reliable trained. you need to buy something factory but i will say that unless you really know what you're doing there's a lot of downs. people that would argue you're gonna want to put a trigger in some of those. Yeah, I don't know, man. Dude, I'm I'm just telling you right now. I've I've got a drop-in trigger. I was impressed trigger. with my ten and a half inch barrel going out to two eighty. Like that two hundred eighty yard target was not a problem for me with that short barrel. I thought it would be. Yeah, but two hundred eighty isn't that far. It, it's not, but it's a it's a it's a They're, long shot for those type of competitions. Most, that's uh, a barely that's barely a holdover. Aren't most ARs sixteen a, and eighteen? Uh, yeah, full yeah, you're size. Gonna, you're gonna be sixteen yeah, inch rifle barrel. length. Has Eighteen to be is. 16. I'll be honest. Like, if I went and bought a gun tomorrow, I used to be all into short barrel stuff because it's really compact. It depends on what you want to do with you it. You really like eighteen inches is what I would go with. An eighteen. Yeah, because you get a little more velocity out of it, and having that much more barrel isn't that big a deal, especially out here where all the shots yeah. you're gonna take are longer anyway. Yeah. Short barrels are for like going through buildings and stuff. And no, you're not gonna do that. Like if we're like, trying to make our way through Kansas City, and if I'm if I'm having to kick in man, a door with a five five six, I was hitting a target at 525 yards consistently in just dead center silhouette with a 16 inch barrel. I 
me personally, I would just get a 16. Is there much difference, would you say, between the 16 and the 18? 18s are cooler. 20s are even cooler than 18s. No, there's there's not that much difference. There's more velocity out of an If you're getting a 5.56. Five, but is it that much more, more accuracy, more velocity? Here's the thing. If you're getting a 5.56, five, your range out to 600 max anyway, for the most part. Like You're not going to be engaging a bunch of targets at 800 yards and being super effective. If you want to do that, I would go for like an AR-10. No, but if you want to be really cool, though, 18 and 20 inches are way cooler than 16 inches. Hmm. I Bigger is better. My, what I'm I trying to achieve inches. with this one, and I don't know if I should just go for two, a good Predator gun. You've got a good Predator gun. Mm. The gun you have is good for shooting accurately Dude, with a scope. Crap. It's not a super high-quality gun, but it is accurate, and it's a good, like, coyote hunting gun. It's not good for, like, run-and-gun competitions. Is the Bear Creek Arsenal the upper or the lower? The upper. Mm. Okay, here's the, the other one. Should it's a I 223 do, Wild, I? though, so it's more accurate. Yeah, but that barrel in a Bear Creek Arsenal, that, that upper is not going to last. Well, no, but he's not going to be putting thousands of rounds through it. Yeah, but you want something consistent, even for a predator gun. So should I just coyotes. change the upper? Is the lower good enough to just match it with lower? something better? Palmetto lower. It's a palmetto lower. So if you have lower. a Pal- Palmetto State lower, you could probably get a Palmetto State upper to match it, and you would have a decent predator gun. The thing is, I'm not going to get that sweet-ass paint job that... Dude, that is a sweet ass paint job. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if that like, can be duplicated. It can. So that's many a guns. that's a custom paint job. I it costs that. probably fifteen hundred dollars just to get all that paint off. Okay, if you take it to somebody. Tell me the paint job. <laughs> there doesn't, goes your. Tell me the budget. paint job looks bad. That's what sold me on the damn thing. It's Dude, a good. I paint here's job. what I would say. That gun is perfect for a truck gun that you can have beaten around in the truck, and you ever need to take a shot at a coyote. That's kind of what I've settled with for that one. And but then, like I said, whenever we go film some content and go hunting again next if year. If you're going right, to start going to the annual running guns that we're going to hold. I guess, yeah. Give, me, give, me, give me something like that. That's but, kind of for so about 15. You're for not, about 15? I'm still saying I could Palmetto. stretch it to two, but I don't Ooh. want to. If you're going to stretch it to two, we're talking about. No, because then you're going to give me, well, stretch it to Bravo 25. <laughs> no, BCMs uh, are really good. BCMs? BCM, Bravo Company Manufacturing is really good. And you could probably get into a BCM complete rifle. I'm going to lie. I'm with, into SIG uh, right now. SIGs are good, too. I'm into SIG because... Unless you have a P320. Those will go off if you drop them. Mike Glover doesn't think so. Mike That's, Glover doesn't carry a 320. He carries a macro. He did carry no, a No, 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 no. I watched though. videos this week, and he's big on that, and he researched the whole them shooting. Remember I asked you about that on the 365? But I also... Yeah. After I bought it. I also do believe that Mike hey, Glover is getting one, some actually, money from SIG. So oh, you've got to take... You think? you got to take his opinions <laughs> well, with anyways, a little bit of a grain of salt. He said that there was a couple <laughs> mishaps <laughs> in the... Pre-production of the thing while they were testing it, and the, the whole the whenever it got pushed into mass they wouldn't have sales. Canix will do that too. They wouldn't too. have had to have the mass recall that they had if oh, they, they had a recall. Okay, maybe maybe this was before. But it's only the P three twenty. Like the P three twenty, we need to go too recall. far being mean to Sig because it is only the P three. And then when the P three twenty came back out after the recall, there was still issues, to my knowledge. Like I think that was the issue was. People were saying that. I didn't notice that this one was the X whenever we bought it. This is the one that we got in Weatherford. Mm-hmm. So that's a P365 
X. X. So that's the smaller barrel, but the full length grip. Yes. I don't know. Actually, yes. the only it difference. Holds 12. This, right? That is. Yeah, this is 12, 12. 12 plus yeah. 1, but the difference in this one is actually it's the same as the 365. This one comes optics ready, though. The original. P365 doesn't. I will say this right that. now. I thought we I thought we had bought the just the regular a, 365. A red dot is like cheating. Since I put my red dot that, on my macro, like we did a that one? We did a couple be pistol runs. Same length, like same grip length, but the barrel is like so I was I was trying to buy I was gonna get my wife a three sixty five and three eighty because she wanted one for the concealed carry class and all this stuff. So one that have her seller. Well, anyways, then we got to talking. I watched some videos of why not to go in three eighty because of the ejection of the shells. It could stove top on you. Three eighties are garbage, man. At this point, and it's, more, don't want and it's a more expensive round. Yeah, and just you know, it's more of it's, it's more expensive round to shoot. There's been so many micro I know nine millimeters made anyways. that it doesn't make sense to buy a three eighty. I was anymore. gonna get her one exactly like this, or I was gonna let her try this one so she could have this one. And you get the XL, and I was gonna get the XL. I see what you're doing there. And you know what? Ha- well, it's you just should. economics too, because then we got interchangeable mags. That we right. can use, and it comes out to be a cheaper gun. That yeah. we, we're running a cheaper, but I can tell you setup, one thing: better you setup. Really I sell thought. Her on. You know what happens? She got the XL. She comes across a Ruger LCP two. Oh, gross! No, and a twenty two long rifle, oh. and buys it. Loves it. Loves ah. it at the store. Feels good. Everything. It's small. Don't think it'll kick back. Why that didn't much. you call me and say, "Hey, should I buy a Ruger LCP?" And I would have hung up. No, and you would have I, understood. I, I couldn't talk her out of this thing. I kept telling her all of this stuff, but you know, oh, it dude, was, you should have pulled didn't. up. So what happens was, oh man, no, dude, I could. I'm not gonna like you. the whole time. Whenever I held the X, I was like, I could carry that, and I put it because it fits in my same. By the right. way, I've got a holster for sale for you guys because I was so dead set that she's going with a 365. That you got the first day holster. that I was there. So it was one of those where. The place that I bought it, they can sell pistols in Kansas, but you got to do it in Oklahoma. Yeah, they just ship it to your FFL. So, yeah, sure. Not exactly how they did it, but, but kind of. But kind of, yes. We, I got the gun in Oklahoma. and I know what you're talking about. Anyways. It's a beautiful system. Yes. And I was so dead set that first day. So it was Friday. The guy that could do it wasn't there that day. It was on, on a Friday. I was like, I'll come back Monday. I was off Monday. I was like, okay, we'll come back Monday and get it. And so I paid for it and everything. We're dead set. I was a 365 and 380. We show up there. I was like, well, let's go get your hands on a couple more. What I should have just oh, let her. You. Anyways. Lead your wife, in, sir. In you the are class. the man. I know. This. I know. That's a Catholic that, idea. That was one of those <laughs> things. I was like. You should have put your foot down. But no, I was like. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna be nice. I'm gonna let her get some hands on them or whatever, and all right. this thing or whatever. Falls in love with this Ruger LCP two in a twenty two. If you would have, is it a twenty two mag at least? No, no it's just 22. it's a twenty two long rifle. Twenty two long rifle. Oh, do I need to show you videos of people getting shot? So, so she would. So, so she'll understand. Class, she was at that class today. We're out there, and I just went out there just to make sure. You know, there's a couple yahoos out there never even touched a gun, but right. doing this thing, and I just wanted to make sure she's carrying a baby. I'm kind of just kind of being protective, yeah, protective as I should. Uh, my sister-in-law did it also, 
And I just wanted to be there to, in case they had any questions, did a little bit of assurance or whatever to help out. And gets to shooting it. He's like, oh, this kicks pretty hard. I was like, trying to tell you it's, it's a small gun. Even though it's a twenty two, it's a tiny gun. I could get on on the grip. I can get my trigger finger, my thumb on it, and my middle like a finger, finger on and it. A half. These other two fingers are off the it doesn't have enough of a handle to hold on it. Yeah, my grip strength, I can probably manage it. She We should have got her around to Aaron a little more and had Aaron work I on should it. Have, I should have loaded up more the, my two mags in this 365 and let her shoot that a couple times because yeah. it's well, all in the grip. Sig- no matter how much how hard one of those guns kick, especially up into a 9. But what I was saying with Sig, I've got the Hellcat Pro also. This 365 kicks less. It's smaller. Yeah, and the Hellcat's, man- the Hellcat's man- snappy. Yeah, it manages recoil a lot better than but the Hellcat Sig Pro. Makes, they, I think it's like a rose. I like the Hellcat. My sister-in-law loved it. That's what she shot today. I, I love so, my macro so much. With Sig the, has I put that red dot that on it. Is that one the 17 one? A 17 yeah. round plus one. Gosh. And it's so, like it's it's way smaller than it has any right to you be. You got it on you? No. And here's the the funny part is I love it to death. I shoot it better than anything I've ever had. But you know what I end up carrying more than it just because it's more convenient? That Glock 43 I bought from you. Because the Glock 43 is a little bit smaller and it's a little bit easier to carry. And I find my... You should have sold me the macro and kept this XL. We could do it. We could do some sort of a swapping thing. Yeah, what's this? Look at what came in. Oh, you got your you got your concealed carry license. I'm legal all over. Congrats, I man! I ain't swapping for anything. Oh, other you than bought straight across. <laughs> Eat one. Ever since I got this, I was dude, like, I I've got a I've got a red a dot on there. one of those ridge wallets. I've got a red balloon yeah, holster dude, for that. I'm not. They don't. Like, I don't think I, I've always ordered them off of Amazon. But it's never actually been the Ridge Wallet. Right. That's always been some other brands. And this one lasted quite a bit, but these f- screws always fall off. But I do love it. I will not ever go back to like a leather wallet. I've Let's talk about things we like to carry. Your Ridge Wallet. We doing an EDC? We're doing EDC now. We're doing EDC. off to EDC. Ridge Wallet, Ridge wallet. for the money. My janitor keys. Do not leave home without these. I'll leave home without the gun before. Anyways, now, ever since I got that, I've actually been carrying uh, 365X SIG. What else we got? Where's that Spyderco knife you bought? Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> hey, Some, language Somewhere again. in Kansas City. <laughs> Anyways, I actually like this one more. The old box cutter blade. The old Milwaukee Fastback. You got a dual purpose. You got a box cutter, and then you got a you string got a cutter. Nice. A ripper in the back. And then I do like to carry a, some type of a lighter, some, something to light a fire with, and that's about it, boys. Well, I just said the Glock 43, but I do carry the macro more often because it's more serious. My SIG macro with my red dot that I just put on it, which is a must-have. I'd like to point out that your boy Clay... I know he says no I, I to red dots, but I, since he I've said got they are one, not consistent enough. Uh, they make Clay Walker, uh, Clay Martin, Clay Martin. He's a good guy to follow on Twitter. If you don't follow him, he's he's worth following. I can't go with Twitter, man. I, I 
You tried. Finally, I finally got on quit. I don't know how to work the thing. Like I'll give. Let you, me let me give you like ten you, accounts to follow. Do you tweet and it'll at five it. in the morning? No. Well, every once in a while, when I'm sitting on a the lot toilet, of your tweets will come up in the like at five four in the morning. Sometimes usually yeah, they'll, I, they'll show like when they were. I tweet when I don't know how to look at that. Well, it just but says it for man for Twitter. <laughs> you're just like usually you're you're on the John and you're just scrolling through anyway. But anyway, I carry that macro in a red balloon holster, which red balloon, it'll take you about four months to get one, but it's the best holster I've ever had. Red balloon. Red balloon. And then a spider cone knife every day, and I don't lose mine like Ivan does. I did love that. Thing, and then for a lighter, I carry, this is my little conversation piece. This is my father-in-law's lighter that he carried when he was on that nuclear submarine during the Cold War, and I think that's badass. Wow. It's pretty cool. I'd like to point out that you need one of these little trigger clips. I've seen, I've seen those on for Facebook. Your job. What is that, a, a Ravenclaw? Yeah. I'll tell you no, what, Raven, yeah, this holster digs into my it? hip right yeah. now. Yeah. You used to call it this a Ravenclaw. This one in the seated position, this one digs in right there. I've had some yeah. issues. So this one, in. way better. So you got to pull your pants up higher. And it's a bring them up. It's a pain. Get in the those butt pants up like an old yeah. cowboy, dude. So you see those old cowboys wearing their pants with. up to their belly button. I noticed that. That's yeah. what you have to do if you want to carry appendix. I, I've I've okay. wore an actual see? holster. Do you see what I mean? That's a starving for air. Dude, if you're a, <laughs> hey, if you're a fat guy out there, because this is Good this is niche. the first video we've done. Yeah, but you can see this. I'm a little I'm a little portly. If you're a fat portly. guy and you still want to carry appendix. You can't be obese and do this, but if you're pretty fat and if you still want to carry appendix, you have to pull your pants up and you have to wear your pants up around like your gut, not below your gut. Dude, I've even got the stranglers you on. You can't carry appendix below your gut. You, you know have which, to pull those pants up. Which holster I hate is that breed lover. Is it a breed love? Crossbreed? Cross you didn't breed. like the crossbreed? No. No. It's right hurt. in I gotta, Well, the crossbreed is not meant leak. to be the crossbreed's not meant to be an appendix. It's meant to be carried at about three, four o'clock. Back over here? Yeah. Oh, okay. Anyways, I've, I've tried got to, an alien. I gear put that right in way. there. I was like, do these guys not sh- poop or <laughs> <laughs> they don't poop or take a leak? I've got Let's an alien about here that you've got to kind of get it off to the side. But I, I like I this still... one. <clears throat> like you're saying, if I yank it up, yeah. It, and what it's, brand is that one? This one is, I don't even know. I got it at that Conceal It and Grill It and Liberal. I love my red balloon. My red balloon's the best. This one? The second best tight. holster I ever had was a Black Rock Tactical. Is that what it's called? Black Rock? No, no this is Black uh, Point. Black Bra- Point. Bravo Concealment. The one I gave to you and it broke immediately, and I don't know I don't, what you did to it because oh, I carried it for four years. Um, ladies know. out there, if you want to know what holster you should carry, it is an Enigma. The Enigma holster is Enigma. what? Is that a belly band? Throw that. Is it kind, one of those it's, or what? It's not, Throw that in there. It's not a belly band, Just but it is carry, kind of like empty. a belly band. Index right here? Yep. Yeah, there you go. Oh my gosh. Ben's got a, a Raven oh, concealment. Oh, the Raven geez. concealment's pretty good. It's it's like a trigger guard holster. Like, that one's not a that but, one's not a reholster holster. Yeah, when, that one when is you like you reholster it when it's actually loaded. Once you've you unsheathed your sword on out. that one, you are just because uh, you don't want to shove that hot round 
down I there get. where Traeger could snag, but you put it back on there and then you can slide. It's kind of like that one's kind of like no, uh, this is exactly kind of like what I like. Like you said, driving. Yeah, okay. sitting sitting all day or driving, way way nicer. It's like thirty five bucks on Amazon. Really? Yeah, that one's a step up from is what I. Brand? What's it Raven called? Concealment. Raven what I concealment. used to carry like was that. called a Zacchaeus, and it was just a trigger and guard come, that you snapped on. It'll come on. like 365, 365XL version. They have like a Glock 43 version. So I think, did I push it a little? Okay, that's where it needs to be. I really used no, to like just, the Zacchaeus a lot, and I carried the Zacchaeus oh, that, that for a lot of years. Yeah, that's comfy. super comfy. And it just but you need a holster out there, and you need a holster that's not an Uncle Mike's from Walmart. To hear Sam say that because because for the first several years of my life, just like shoved I down would, in his purse, dude. I used to Mexican carry a Glock hot for like yeah. for like no the first safety. part of my life. I Mexican carried a Glock right. hot, and that's a stupid idea. People listening, don't do that. One in the chamber. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm if getting you to ever that need point. it, I carry. I if carry. you ever need it, you can when tr- you pull once that you thing, get once you get comfortable, you train enough, it's not going to bother you. Right now, my theory is around here, I'm not doing it. If I get into the city, somewhere where I know that I'm walking yeah, around, but in you want to practice how you play. We need now, to have some more training days, and you're going to feel. You don't want to have it. to think about. Am I going to have? Because it's it's going to be inevitable. You're going to be around here and then drive to the city. And forget to put one in the chamber. And yeah, you're, you're gonna go to down to your. You're gonna go down to your engaging. car, and you're gonna put it in your backpack, and you're gonna be in an elevator with a crackhead that pulls a <laughs> knife on you. The Blackhawk Nine Thousand. Isn't that I always like bring even it back to crackhead in an elevator? So much preparedness and all these other things. That was a moment in my life prepared. where I was not prepared. Well, it, I, it like I wasn't, you, though, but I but was. That's why? That's why? Like you're, you guys like are she would have. She would have gutted me, but. Practice how you Practice play. Practice how, how you play. play. Yeah. Uh, that's why I did a whole podcast over Plaque. it. I want play people like to learn. Practice like a champion. <laughs> I want people to learn <laughs> from my mistakes. Like, like, even, even the competition that we shot, Hunter was talking. He does a lot of those competitions, and he runs an AK in all of them. So he's open sights. He doesn't run a sling in the carbine competitions because it just gets in the way. And I was like, yeah, but the thing about me, I want to run with a gun that I would run with. In a, in a shit hit the fan scenario, right. and I'm gonna throw that sling on there because I'm gonna be wearing a sling. So anything that I would encounter when I'm moving my rifle, I want to encounter it when I'm practicing. Because if I'm in real life and I've always practiced without a sling, and then I go to throw it and the sling's too tight or something, I won't know how to manipulate that because I've never practiced it. Yeah, you need to have right. a sling. That's another thing you need if you're running a rifle. You need Blue to have force a sling. Gear. Blue force gear. Yes. I don't know what mine's called, but Blue Force gear. You just need a sling. They're they're yeah. like they're like sixty bucks. They're the best sling you can get. At least a one point sling. I like my two point sling. This is a get a two point sling. You don't want a one point. Blue Force Gear makes it uh I'll send you a link. It, they're they're the best sling to get. Nice. Well boys, you guys wanna walk us out on this one or I don't know. What are we at? We've been talking we're for a while. Oh, we're an hour and 30. Yeah, we're I don't know. What do you want to do? You want to play guitar? Yeah. We want to end it on guitar like we did the first yeah, one? Yeah, let's walk them out with one of those. I don't really know any. I haven't been practicing at all. You guys I do have a song I want to learn, though. I want to learn... Uh, I'm going to use the John. You go pee first. I want to learn uh, Oh Death because I want to make a trailer for my second book. And you know what? When we started, I didn't... I didn't plug my book. 
So uh, you get the ad at the end. Yeah. If you've watched this far, go to Amazon.com. Which you definitely haven't made it this far. <laughs> and type likely. in type in a long way back to Zion. You need to buy the first book because the second book is going to be coming out in a in a month or two. And uh, you just got to finish the cover art on it. I'm done with the whole uh, re- revising and editing and just got to figure out a cover for it. Maybe Maybe Brother Ben and Ivan will be on the cover this time. Who knows? I've got a horse to put him on. I think I think I want to do horses for the third book cover. I think the second book cover I have this idea where it's uh they're all standing around a table looking at a map like they're like they're planning a, some sort of war thing. Do you have anything you want to plug? Anything you sell on the internet? I'm not selling anything. What about anything. you, Ivan? What do you, you want me to read an ad for you? Uh, Navarra is trucking. Navarra's trucking. Or, no, let's say point everybody down to for your Red Dirt Hat Company. Gear. Red Dirt Hat uh, Company available uh, at Lazy Lazy J Hatwear hoodies, T-shirts, apparel. Yeah, down to at the boutique, Ballara Boutique, Red Dirt Beaver, Hat Oklahoma. Is that no? That's not right. Did you ever get in touch with? I think we might have talked about this with Dale Brisby. Um. Not with, not with, with Dale, but with they, they work with uh, Rock and Roll Denim. Rock and Roll Denim, yeah. yeah. Uh, we're looking into that. We're making some moves right now. We I think we got a hire coming on to Navarre's Trucking, which is going to put me out of the driver's seat, more into a management role. Uh, and then we're looking to expand on our line to do a little bit. They got bit. some slick stuff. Best hat I ever owned We want to do a bigger investment into the store. Maybe bring a lot more denim, uh, either rock and roll, whether it's Wrangler, uh, maybe boot, boots. We are talking to, there's a distributor with Justin Boots where we can get uh, Tony Llama Boots, Justin's, a uh, couple other brands. I want a oh, Canadian tuxedo and dude, some I boots. need to look in. No denim on denim, dude. I need Retro to talk to a back. couple people. Retro um, is back. There was a set of boots that were handmade, basically handmade boots, but... They were making them for like marketing purposes at the oh the uh, ranch rodeo finals in Amarillo, and they were some slick looking boots. Of course, they were like blue suede and red suede, but they still looked pretty slick. They were rough out. Um, it was like R A. I don't, like I, I don't have a guitar. This is no. I you gonna Oh no. <sighs> No, I, I do really this don't. Every time, I, but um, I'm gonna go ahead and we're suggest. We're not playing wagon wheel again, are no. we? No. Um, Let's do something else. I always vote uh, Country Roads, Take Me Home. Side and note: Nobody did you see that ever, super ever cringe video of Brad Paisley and Joe Ukraine? Manson <laughs> playing Country Roads in Ukraine? It was the worst they thing I've ever. They played country roads in Ukraine and tried oh, to pass. I propaganda. You. Oh, no. God you are damn hitting you, me. Brad Paisley. You are hitting me right in the nuts with that one. because. But I I hear you because I love me some Brad Paisley. One of the biggest reasons I got into country music was Brad Paisley. I love his guitar playing. Uh, his hat. Well, you got to support Ukraine hate, then. I hate that. No. Well, Please he, tell me you don't like he, his hat. He really, I hate his hat. <laughs> but it works for him, okay? And I do like him because he's... As a faggot, it works for him. We're bringing the F word back. He is, Wait a second. Okay, I'm losing him because I know he's a Protestant, okay? 
is he though? Uh, yeah, because he doesn't have Jesus on his cross. Uh, Does he have a cross? I, I probably, so, yeah. probably worn that. But it's more of a marketing. But anyways, I, I love me some Brad Paisley. But yeah, he did. Uh, he did a song. He did. And they did like he he did he had a conversation with Zelensky or whatever, and he was like asking him questions about trying to bring this unity between. Did they play a duet with him and Zelensky? Snorting so much cocaine that night that it. Have you seen the video of Zelensky doing like the comedy sketch where he's playing the piano with his pecker? No, but I don't want to. Sorry, it's a joke. It is like stupid. And All right, this guy is leading. We're gonna move on to a song <laughs> now. I don't even want to see that. I don't want to sing Country Roads anymore. Hey, let's sing. Uh, I've always been a cowboy because that came out many, many years ago. Wait, what? Always been a cowboy? Yeah, it's like thirty years old now. What is that? Toby Keith. I should have been a cowboy. Not always. <laughs> should have been, been a cowboy. I'll sing that one. I don't sing that one. You play that one. Okay. That's what Brian you used to always play. You remember a little picking fest that we had on your front porch whenever you were living on that house? That house. I thought you were going to talk about the one up at the fairgrounds. Remember what the fairgrounds? Uh, that was a good one. You yeah. played with Hunter, didn't you? Yeah, we Me, had Hunter, Hunter, Ivan, and a convicted pedophile. <laughs> Guess but we shouldn't drop the name. Uh, we probably shouldn't because I think it's yeah. still in court. Wow. Wow. So, not convicted. Uh, uh, indicted. Charged. Indicted. One of my ex-roommates. Uh, he's got something True story. In co- he has something in common with the former 45th president. <laughs> They're both facing current <laughs> indictments. And Over also a- something in common with the 46th president. Because Joe Biden is, is a pedophile. pedophile. Allegedly. I bet you never heard old Marshall Ellen say, Miss Kitty, have you ever thought of running away? Settling down, would you marry me? If I ask you twice and beg you pretty She'd have said yes in a New York minute, they never tied the knot. His heart wasn't in it, just stole a kiss as she put away. Never hung his hat up in Kitty's place. Should have been a cowboy. Should have learned to rope and ride. Wearing my six shooter, riding my pony on a cattle drive. Stealing the young girl's horse. Just like Gene Roy. Singing those campfire songs. Oh, I should have been a cowboy. I might have had a sidekick with a funny name Running wild through the hills chasing Jesse James In and out on the brink of danger Riding shotgun for the Texas Rangers Go ask, young man, haven't you been told California's full of whiskey The women and ghosts leaving out all night Beneath the desert stars I'm dreaming my eye in a prayer My heart should have been a cowboy. Should have learned to rope and ride. Wearing my six shooter, riding my pony on the cattle drive. Feeling the young girl's heart. Just like Gene and Roy singing those campfire songs. Whoa, I should have been a cowboy. 
Is there a third verse? There is. I should have been a cowboy. <laughs> should have learned to rope and ride. Where am I six shooter? Riding my pony on a cattle drive. Stealing the young girls' hearts. Just like Gene and Roy. Singing those campfire songs. Oh, I should have been a cowboy. Go. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right. Europe. I don't like I don't, Europe. I'm not a big fan of that <laughs> I one. I don't just like because it's a fan. It's hard it's to Toby. harmonize with it. It is a hard harmonize. And because it's Toby, that's... Then I feel like you play that one a little fast, man. Oh, well, I was trying to go too fast. Did you throw this pick back in the guitar? No, it's right there. No. He just found another one. Dang, my daughter was over here the other day and they get the I'm going to get a beer if we're going to keep doing this. I I think we need a couple, and I think Country Roads should be played even though Brad Paisley sucks. (sighs) Okay. But I've got to get one more drink. Get prepped up. I'm going to do one. Hey, bring me some ice. Okay. Grab a little cupper. Hold on. Here. Kill it. We don't drink any tranny fluid, by the way. We don't drink tranny fluid in Muskogee. I wonder if Woodruff's is... uh, is gay. I know Shiner's not because of Chet. Did you see the post that the CEO of uh, Anheuser-Busch put out today? Yeah, he tried to, like, take this middle road, and all it did was piss off both sides, and I think that's even (laughs) better. Dude, I'll be honest. I hope they go bankrupt. Like, for once, I want to see them go bankrupt. I just, I don't hope anything for them, but it's just they lost my support. I'm not drinking gay beer. You know? I don't want no gay juice. They might be putting chemicals in the beer to make us gay. I just want to They know. did it to the frogs. And I the... just want to know if he's a Baptist. <laughs> you know that a couple of your best friends are Baptist. I know. <laughs> he's still wearing that. He is. Like, remember that, what we were talking about, drawing hard lines? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some things that you just can't compromise on. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I like when we get to the singing parts and the guitar parts, but I also fear it because I don't ever practice anymore. I never play anymore. Well, but thing, I want to try. Like, I want to play do- a song, but if we screw it up, it'd I'm, be the worst. The thing is, I'm just glad we're not doing it for a record deal. So, yeah, I wouldn't make a lot of money. How's it going? Is this Country Roads? Almost heaven. West Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountain, Shenandoah River. Life is old there, older than the trees, younger than the mountain, growing like the breeze. Country roads, take me home. We're not doing this for Ukraine, by the way. All my, my memories, memories 
gather round, gather round her. Miner's lady, stranger than blue water. Dark and dark, dark and dusty, painted on the sky. Misty taste of moonshine, teardrop in my eye. Country roads, take me home to the place I belong. West Virginia, Mountain Mama, take me home. Country roads. Is he going to be able to do that? I hear her no. voice. In the morning hours she calls me Radio reminds me of my home far away Driving down the road I get a feeling That I should have been home yesterday Yesterday Country roads take me home Probably the funnest one I've done. I do love it. And that I didn't song. talk about Shakespeare at all. And yeah. I don't even like See, John Denver. That's how we both kind of we we navigate this ship, okay? We yeah. avoid icebergs sometimes. Are you calling Shakespeare an iceberg? No, we're calling <laughs> Baptist an iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. All right. Who's got one? I don't have I, one. I'm a singer, not a player. Uh-oh. What are we gonna sing? You just gave this to me and I don't know what to do. How about. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> Hold on. Let do me... you have any Zach Brown on you? Dude, let's just let's just try the song that I. Do you know any Kenny Fiddler? What about Kenny Loggins? Ooh. Ooh. Danger zone. Do you have another one that you wanna do before I do this? Because I'm gonna ruin it, man. On the end. Man, what's uh, what's that? There's only uh, one on. new age country hold song on. that I really hold like. Yeah. Colder weather? Is that no? I was gonna do a little Dixieland oh. delight. No, I know a good one. Uh, Drew used to sing this one all the time. It's George Strait, and it's the one that you want to sing if you're still looking for a girlfriend. Um, I'm looks, a fire man. No, you look so good you in love. You look so good. Oh, buddy. In love. That's a that's a that, gem. That is a gem. I've made an introduction for my podcast that everybody's been hearing, and I bet they didn't know that it was me. And then there's another one, Randy Rogers. There you go. Uh, Put me in the dark, roaming through the no, night. No, not that one. Uh, all the leaves have turned to rust. 
That's Air's a good getting one. Thin. That's the introduction. Yeah. Oh, in case you guys uh, didn't know. In my arms. Yeah, in my yeah. arms instead. Dude, I used to play that one dude, back in the day. Those two songs I listened to my buddy Drew. Like, dude, that that kid can play the guitar. Really? He used to play that, and you want to talk about the entire soccer team just like hey, didn't let's do, blink. Let's do a little arms in, uh, in my arms instead. Here, you go one, and then I'll go one. Because I don't know what to I do think yet. I'll have to I'm gonna go have to look back one up. To, uh, on. Lyrics on that one too. You play uh, more than I do, so. I used to, man. Man, I have not played in a long time. You look one up. I'm just going to kind of... We'll strum, and Ben can I'm talk. starting to realize, like, why singers all the time, they're wearing their headphones it's when they do that. It's because you can hear your own voice, man. Well, my I biggest almost, deal, like, I always put I my finger... I want to put a finger like, in my ear. That's the old uh, the Navajo trick that I learned in Allstate when I was in junior high. Put that finger in your ear, and you can actually hear where your that's tone one is. Of those things, and it it helps you not be flat or sharp. You can you can. Ask we might have been Sam. flat or sharp. We don't know. I, yeah, I, I will I say I trust. If him. we really screwed all this up, we're gonna cut it off before we all before start that, singing. Before Dude, that, I trust in, myself. Before the picking show we had back in the day, we thought it'd be cool to take shots, and we got a little yeah. tipsy before we got up there. And I, alcohol does not enhance my singing voice. Which isn't a great it one to start with. Usually enhances confidence. Enhances confidence, but, but not yeah. necessarily your 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 little tone deaf after it sometimes. Yeah. But dude, no, sometimes it really can't help because like if you get a little bit, now yeah, you can open up and you're not so timid. The thing singing. is, back in the day, I wasn't very measured in my approach to things. But I usually <laughs> like I would go to karaoke night at the O Face in Weatherford, and. If I got a little torqued, I was either singing like "Baby Got Back" or uh, "Grundy County Auction." I sang that one one time. Karaoke, like I was singing all the worst karaoke songs you can think of. Okay, you got the lyrics. You're singing this one then, karaoke got boy. It. I don't even remember the pace to this one. Uh, okay, let's go. Kind of, it's kind of a, it's kind of got a little bit of a swing to it, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. We'll figure it out. In my arms instead. Oh, okay. How's it go? All the leaves leaves are turned to rust And the air is getting thin I can see my breath There it is The night is rolling in The sky is gray It's cold as a stone It's just the kind of day I can't stand to be alone Cause you You've been on my mind And I wish you were I 
wasn't thinking about you when I thought I saw your car. Can't escape you for long. You know I never get too far. You're everywhere I go. Cause you're everywhere I've been. You're I swear I hear your name, it's just in my head. Wish you were in my arms instead. I have to find a way, and that's just how it is. I'm stuck here in this place. And I wish you were here beside me tonight, lying in this bed, cause I, I'm just not the same. I walk down these streets, I swear I hear your name, it's just in my head, wish you were here. Wish you were in my arms instead. Hard to harmonize. It is hard to harmonize. New country is hard to harmonize with. And we're. If you want to harmonize, you got to play the Eagles. A couple sheets to the wind. A little bit of a smoker's rasp in there. (sighs) Okay, one more. One more. All right. Take us home. One more? Oh, we got a couple more, don't we? Oh, boys. <laughs> you guys got Hold on. I think, I'm getting I a think, vibe. Uh, I'm going to get a vibe, and then I'm, I'm You on. look so good in love. That's a, Go ahead and play that one, too. Or I've do you want to play something I, by I, the Eagles? I've got till 10, okay? Yeah, that's six minutes. Up. Yes. All right, give me one. You got something by the Eagles? I got one. Hold on, Sam. Remember that. Let's see if I can. Let me let me let me see it. Let me see if I can do it. Hold on. I'm, I'm, gonna, sure do, I'm gonna do this one, and then you are gonna finish this out. Okay. okay. Dealio. This song starts with a little we got? bit of. Lazy yellow moon girl. Oh wait! I was thinking we were playing. <laughs> we will, we will rock you. Kind of. Little queen. I like queen. How does that one go, Sam? We've played it before. I had a buddy back in 81 And we made ourselves a pass We were heading the for the new this. pipeline We were never coming back I just back. know the chorus It worked 80 hours making time, time and a half But LaGrange was too too high What? So we I, drove back home at the know. end of that summer end End of the week Something about pot And we spent it all on pot I'll see you in Houston There it is If I ever get out that way 
I'll see you in Dallas But I won't have long to stay If you're ever out of west, son Feeling like slowing down I'll see you around Around my hometown Oh, we did this one, the first hometown heroes This is a throwback well, I played ball every single fall I could run just like the wind I went to college like they asked me to But, but they, they didn't, didn't ask, ask my friends. friends Ivan's my friend Don't think I've seen a single classroom But I drank a lot of beer My buddy still loved to listen to me When I talk about that, that year But I see you in Houston if I ever get out that way, I'll see you in Dallas. But I won't have long to say if you're ever out with some. And feeling like slowing down, I'll see you around, around my hometown. Now I got myself a little band and we're pretty good, I guess. But I never learned how to wear my hair and I never learned how to dress. So I'm leaving for the last time, honey. I'm never more to roam. Gonna pack my bags a little heavy this time Gonna head my ass back home Cause I'll see you in Nashville If I ever get out that way I'll see you in Austin No, Austin But I won't have long to stay If you're ever out west, son And you're feeling like slowing down I'll see you around Around my hometown, I'll see you around. Around my hometown. Beautiful. That's why we called the first one "Hometown Heroes." Ah, yeah. I, the first, I the I've first ever, ever that song. The first ever. It? You like it? Ivan and oh, Sam yeah, episode. A good vibe to it. That's why we called it "Hometown Heroes." It's. But it kind of falls into that new age country stuff. Almost. Okay. Now, Charlie Robinson. Yeah, That's you Charlie know what? Robinson. I'm going to give it to That's you. Charlie Robinson. See, Charlie Robinson, the only one. This one. This has been a good one. Hey, I've this had a good time. A good one. I've had a great time. I think this definitely needs to like grow and be more often. I, we're working on that. Like I said, we, I think we got a new hire coming on. What do you got? Uh, I don't know how to play this one. <laughs> so why are so we playing? So it? play it. <laughs> so play the damn thing. What are we playing? Calpo. Uh, by Stamey. Lonesome but happy. Rich but I'm broken. Good Lord knows the reason. I'm just Calpo. 
You know that one. I don't know yeah, how to play it, though. I don't really like Let's that. Let's do a different song. one. All right, fine. What do you want to do? <laughs> give me a... We're doing get, a cowboy song, okay? Is Reckless... Don't know what it is? Is Reckless Kelly cowboy? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Reckless Kelly is... Um, Reckless Kelly. It's like Dropkick Murphys, but for country. <laughs> um, um, For a cowboy song? Yeah, something that I might uh, know. I feel like the the... Coulter, one of the no. Coulter Wall songs. That's what I'm going for. Cause I, I was thinking Willie Nelson. I'm thinking Coulter Wall. Uh, mamas don't uh, let your babies uh, grow up to be cowboys. Again. Like if I'm thinking like cowboy song, I'm thinking something like that, or by Ian Tyson or Dave Stamey. But I'm guessing That's that I'm you can't Coulter play Wall, the cause... guitar like Ian Tyson. No, I can't. And that's the biggest issue. Well, yeah. It's all the best cowboy songs. Hey, I can't play, okay? I'm I can't not either. Very good. That's why I just sing. You don't remember any of the ones that you wrote back in the day? Mm-hmm. Hey there, Delilah, what's it like? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. He did play that sh- a lot. Hey, that's the first song you, that you learn, in case you don't know. Like, the first song you learn is Hey There, Delilah. Hey there, Delilah. And you have to play it. Or So, like, MC Horses or... Strawberry rum. Mamas don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. You're just stuck with this song. You like you want to play this. Is this wagon wheel? I don't know what it is, but. Seems familiar. That's that's the. Oh, same. I'm not playing one. That I'm was just... the same as Wagon Wheelie. He was just kind of picking around on it a little bit. All right, hold on. I might know one. Boy, don't get me one because I'm not. It won't be a cowboy song, but it's a good one. The funny part to me is like the ones that guys always learn are the ones like George Strait that are definitely built. Okay. To be saying to girls at parties or whatever. <laughs> like, you're trying Sam, to get a girlfriend with them. Sam, give me that guitar. Nope, I got it. Give me that guitar. No, I got it. Give what it to got? me. Let me be the judge of this. You both give you me a song. You want the I'll George pick. Strait version or Cody Johnson of You Look So Good in Love? George Strait, 100%. <laughs> King of Country. But I was going to play the Bounty Hunter song. George Strait, 100%. Should we, should, we, should, we, should we go to a vote? <laughs> <laughs> Not trying to be a dick. Hey, I need to practice more. I can't, I can't, like... No, uh, the thing, you're overthinking it. You remember that song, though? You're, Good you're overthinking it. you, Mr. The Bounty Hunter, said... They don't yeah. know me, but George I know Strait, there's a price on your head. King of country. All right. How Is he, one? though... Is he? Marty Robbins. Is what a see, lot of girls I was gonna say. say I, I'm not a lot of people lie. say it though. I, Marty I, Robbins I is the king of country. George, George Strait is not. Mm-hmm. Marty mm-hmm. Robbins is. And I will fight anyone that disagrees. And I might lose, but I will fight anyway. Go something like that, right? Whoa. Oh, how you sparkle! Oh, how you shine! Gay. The blush on your cheeks is more than the wine. More than the wine. 
And he must do something. I feel like I'm in a, I at a wedding in the 90s. Whatever he's doing, it looks good on you. You look so good in love. This is the gayest song we could have ended. Love with. him. It's easy to see. Yeah, I don't like this. You look so good in love. I wish you still wanted me. Hey, uh, could we sing something with less AIDS? Less AIDS. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't like it. It wasn't my vibe. It was not my vibe. I think vibe. we didn't quite have, have Dude, the this is going to be the highest listened to episode at this I point. I hope so. We're going to have to cut so. a couple songs off the end. Um, maybe no, cut some pieces it out will there. go as this. How about a Brooks and Dunn tune? Mm. Brand new man? I don't know. Dude, I can't even think of a song know. off the top of my head, Brooks and Dunn. Red Dirt Road? Oh, I... Hey, you guys shot down on mine. I was going to sing for Outline. What about... Uh, El Paso. Hey, I don't know. Now we're out talking. in the West Texas town of El Paso. I, I fell in love with a Mexican, Mexican girl. You girl, you girl, you girl, sing it, okay? Marty Robbins. Hey, uh, do you want to play that one? Is that Marty Robbins, the play? king of country that you're talking about? I don't think he's a king. How he is he? the king. Heard George Strait was. That's what they said. George Strait. A lot of people say it. Probably bangs dudes. Marty Robbins slays. Uh, George Strait has. A Wrangler uh, made for him. George Strait is like Reba McIntyre. Does that one got one of those little, like, uh... Out in the West Texas town of El Paso I fell in love with a Mexican girl It's kind girl. of a ballad. It's more of a waltz. Okay. Hold on, the scroll's a little fast on it. Hold on, this one's standard tuning. Okay, boom. There it is, right there. Chord real quick. Okay. Yeah. Look that chord up. The A7. Okay. There it is. We're gonna start over though. You tell us when you're ready. I'm ready. You're ready. Go through it, and then we're gonna hit it. Yeah. Mm. There it is. All right. Out and wait, now oh, you just changed. Right. You, you guys Gee, didn't come in it. when I was supposed to come in. And <laughs> one, the and two, ready? I'm ready. Out in the West Texas town of El Paso, I fell in love with the Mexican girl. Time would find me in Rosa's cantina. Music would play and Felina would whirl. Blacker than night were the eyes of Felina. Wicked and evil while casting her spell. 
My love was deep for this Mexican maiden I was in love but in vain I could tell Now we're going to the chorus, Ivan One night a wild young cowboy came in Wild as the West Texas wind Dashing and daring a drink he was sharing With wicked Felina, the girl that I loved So in anger I challenged his right for the love of this maiden Down went his hand for the gun that he wore My challenge was answered in less than a heartbeat The handsome young stranger lay dead on the floor Just for a moment, I stood there in silence, shocked by the foul evil deed I had done. Many thoughts raced through my mind as I stood there. I had but one chance, and that was to run. Now we're going to the chorus again. Out through the back door of roses I ran Out where the horses were tied I caught a good one, it looked like it could run Up on its back and away I did ride just as fast as I could from the West Texas town of El Paso out to the badlands of New Mexico. Back in El Paso, my life would be worthless. Everything's gone in life, nothing is left. It's been so long since I've seen the young maiden My love is stronger than my fear of death I saddled up and away I did go Riding alone in the dawn Tonight nothing's worse than this pain in my heart And at last here I am on the hill Overlooking El Paso I can see Rosa's cantina below My love is strong and it pushes me onward down off the hill to Felina I go
Off to my right I see five mounted cowboys Off to my left right a dozen or more Shouting and shooting I can't let them catch me I have to make it to Rosa's back door Something is dreadfully wrong for I feel A deep burning pain in my soul Though I am trying to stay in the saddle I'm getting weary, unable to ride but my love for Felina is strong and I rise where I've fallen. Though I am weary, I can't stop to rest. I see the white puff of smoke from the rifle. I feel the bullet go deep in my chest. Felina has found me Kissing my cheek as she kneels by my side Cradled by two loving arms that I'll die for One little kiss and Felina Goodbye I think you did a tremendous job. In your ear. Tremendous job. A little quicker next time. Goodness, that was long. That was a long song, and we did it way too slow. Yeah, you played it slow. That's why it was so long. All right, everybody. A little bit faster. We're going to cut it off there, I feel like. Is that going to be the end? That's the end. Fiend. No, (laughs) we're going to see you guys next week on the Capo Podcast. Uh, Don't know what the next episode is, but it's going to be a banger, I'm sure. Not as good as this one. Catch you later. <laughs> the music's still going. You know what? We'll keep talking since the music's still going. Uh, don't forget to buy my book. I'm desperately poor and I need you all to go buy it. Man, it's a long song, isn't it? Amazon. You go to Amazon, you type it in. You have to leave a five you have to leave a five star review because that's what the uh, that's what the algorithm likes. Don't not leave it a five star yeah, review. You I will find you. One. I will find you for anything less I need than a five to star. That to you, That's it. Like you've heard that song, Bye. haven't you? Video, stop. Audio.